strike. BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Back here at Larry Miller Fields. We've been gone for about 35 minutes. Back for game two. Boy, an exciting game one. The Cougars, a couple of walk-off wins here in the first uh, two games. Two to one last night, six to four earlier today on the Daniel Schneeman two-run home run in the bottom of the 10th inning. Extra innings uh, took the Cougars today, and Schneeman with a runner at third base, one man down, uh, hit one over the uh, uh, pine trees out there in right center field as they really, uh, he hammered that ball, uh, no doubter, and the Cougars win 6-4. to four. With the win, the Cougars go to 5-6 uh, and six now in the conference, 16-13 and 13 overall, and Santa Clara drops to four wins and seven losses in the West Coast Conference as the uh, Cougars, a couple of must-win situations here early in this series, and they've done it. They'll be... Uh, Focused on Blake Inouye, the right-hander for BYU, as he will get the start. And Penn Murphy, number 21, gets the start for the uh, Broncos of uh, Santa Clara. Murphy, uh, four wins, a loss, 1.74 earned run average. This is only his second start of the year, his 14th appearance. He's thrown 31 innings, has 28 base hits. Blake Inouye, one win, three losses on the year. This is his uh, fourth start of the year and his 11th appearance. We're going to send it back for a timeout. Be back with the opening pitch here from Larry Miller Field right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here at Larry Miller Field, uh, tonight's uh, ball game. Uh, Tuck at Slade in the seat, and boy, Tuck, a couple of walk-off wins oh, for man. BYU. Boy, it just doesn't come easy this year, but boy, you got to credit the Cougars. Uh, uh, great play. Uh, up and down the lineup, tried to kind of give it away with a couple of walks there late in the ball game. But uh, Zimmerman, you got to give him credit, the two big strikeouts there in the ninth. And then uh, just a great job up and down and, and two wins. They got them both out. Yeah, great two games. Like you said, back and forth. Both teams had opportunities to win that game and just couldn't get the hit. And Zimmerman had two big strikeouts with bases loaded to just minimize to the one run. And then Schneeman gets the big hit in the tenth to win it. Man, a lot of fun. How about that play by Sneeman defensively on Sue's oh, throw? Man. I mean, that was incredible. He, it really was. I, I thought that thing was going into left field for so, sure. So did I. Uh, unbelievable. He can really play defense. Well, we're just about ready for baseball as Brock Hale is announced. Let's go over the starting lineups. First for the visiting uh, Santa Clara Broncos, Joe Becht will lead it off. He'll play at shortstop. Jason DeCochea is at third base. He'll bat second. Uh, Jake Brode at first, bats third. Evan Haberly will get the start at DH. He'll bat cleanup. John Cresto will play in center field. He'll bat fifth. Uh, Matt uh, Smithwick in right field, bats sixth. Jake McNichols, the catcher, bats seventh. Grant Malin gets the start in left field. He'll bat eighth. And Austin Reyes, second baseman, will bat ninth. And pitching uh, in this second game of the doubleheader, Penn Murphy. Murphy's only second start of the year. Very impressive, though. Four wins, a loss, a 1.74 earned run average for Murphy. Uh, Penn Murphy is a 6'2", 195-pound redshirt senior out of Nashville, Tennessee. He is a transfer out of uh, Vanderbilt University. So, again, a challenge for the Cougars. 
and the Cougars will have Blake Inouye on the hill going for them. Quickly for the Cougars lineup, Anderson will lead it off. He'll bat, uh, play at second base. Schneeman, the shortstop, bat second. Sue will play at first base and bat third. Brock Hale in right, bats fourth. Uh, Nate Favero at third base, bats fifth. Keaton Kringlin in left, bats sixth. Uh, batting seventh is Jake Brown, the DH. Jarrett Perns in center, bats uh, eighth. And Noah Hill will get the call behind the plate in game two. And he will bat ninth. And as we talked about, Inouye gets the start. This will be, I think, his kind of his third start in the regular rotation. And Blake's had a couple of good starts in his debut here in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, he's done really well. I mean, Gonzaga, he threw six, seven really quality innings. And, you know, we ended up losing that one game tough. And then Pepperdine, he threw five really good innings as well. So third start here and see what he can do. Good, good, solid guy that throws three pitches for a strike and really can compete. Well, we're just about ready for baseball here in game two. Cougars, a couple of walk-off wins. Unbelievable. Two to one last night. And then Schneeman, a no-doubter over the pine trees out there in right field to, to win the game 6-4 to four in the bottom of the 10th. And, boy, a lot of exciting baseball played here this weekend so far. Looking for more of the same here in game three. Absolutely. Fun way to end the games. Uh, crowd loves it. One team obviously has to lose those tough ones, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, see if we can have another one here. Cougars improved to five wins, six losses in the conference. Santa Clara drops to four and seven now. As the Cougars have got the uh, navy blue tops with the white pants. And uh, Santa Clara stays in their uh, uniforms they had in game one. And we are ready for baseball as uh, Santa Clara's Joe Becht will step in. Becht won for seven in the first couple of games. And Blake Inouye for the Cougars. Here's the first pitch of the ball game, and that pitch is a swing and a miss for strike one, 88 miles an hour from Inouye. And Becht is really their catalyst. When he gets on base, good things happen for the Broncos. Here's the 0-1 pitch just inside. Kenneth Durham, the home plate umpire in uh, tonight's nightcap. Ricky Scarberry at first, Jimmy Craig at uh, second base, and Dan Payne down at third. Here's the 1-1 from Itaway, and that's off the plate. Cougars with uh, Sue and Anderson on the right side of the infield. Schneeman and Favero on the left side. Kringlin in left, Perns in center, Brock Hale in right, and uh, the only real change, Noah Hill behind the plate. Catching the second game in this doubleheader. Ball fouled straight back. And the count now two and two on the shortstop. There were so many big plays in that in that game that you can go back and analyze and so many big pitches, defensive plays, and and uh, Cougars, all you can say, they just kind of hung in there and got it done at the end. Yeah, just found a way to win that game and got themselves into a situation and were able to finally put together a good swing there with the runner on third, which they had struggled at throughout that game, and uh, and win the game there. Again, so. Cougars lots of opportunities early to kind of bust that thing open, but just couldn't quite get it done. And here's the 3-2 pitch from Blake Inouye. Ball fouled off again. Hayden Rogers for the Cougars uh, in game one, went five and a third. Burrup picked up the win, two wins and a loss. Uh, Pratsker took the loss, his first of the year. No saves in the ball game on the walk-off home run. Ball fouled off again. 
And the count remains at 3-2. I keep thinking that the, the weather's going to lift a little bit, but uh, kind of had rain for most of game one, just a, a drizzle. Yeah, just drizzled the whole game. Frustrating, that's for sure. He just wanted to leave. 3-2 and two the count. Again, the pitch from Inouye has popped up out of play. The uh, Cougar softball team also playing. They beat uh, Santa Clara in the first game 8-1. to one. They've started here right behind us at Gale Miller Field. So come out to the ballpark. You watch a little softball, a little baseball, whatever you'd like. Again, Inouye. Here's a 3-2. Popped up. Should be playable. Sneeman going over. Favero going over. And Favero kind of pops out of his glove, then he runs into the wall yeah, he had down it. there. He had it in his glove. Kind of overran it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he did. Tough play for Favero. Gave it a good effort. Got there. I was half expecting Sneeman to catch the, the bounce out of the glove the way uh, Daniel's been playing defense. Yeah, no kidding. Got a couple innings there where he wouldn't share with his teammates. He was the only one making plays. <laughs> ground ball after ground ball to Schneeman. Here again the 3-2. Beck again fouls the pitch off. What a battle. Beck really running that pitch count up at Inouye here in the first inning. Here's Blake set at the uh, belt. And the pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Deep right field. Brock Hale going back, looking up, and this just gets out of the ballpark. And Joe Becht with a leadoff home run has put the Broncos on top one to nothing. Yeah, got a fastball running in on him with a great battle there and put a good swing to it and just snuck over the right field wall. Good swing there by the leadoff hitter, though. Well, that was a battle. Santa Clara team devastated after the, yeah. the second straight walk-off. And For sure. That's just exactly what they needed, give them a little momentum. Yeah, they're jumping out of the dugout really happy about that one. And Inouye's first pitch, there's a one-hopper right to Schneeman. He's got it, and he'll throw the third baseman for the Broncos out, one man down, and that will bring Jake Broat to the plate. There were so many big plays, especially in where teams were just seemed like they were trying to give it away. Then the one key play that I felt like in the tenth, the runner at first base, nobody out, and he was caught to stealing. Caught stealing, yep. Sue made the play, had to make a quick throw through a bad throw to Schneeman, who was able to dig that ball somehow and still put the tag on. It's a really great play. One man out, Jake Broach steps in. He's three for nine with a. RBI in the ballgame, and the first pitch from Inouye is a little bit low, ball one. Again, uh, beginning to rain here at the ballpark. Didn't rain at all between games. One ball pitch, check to swing one around. Still checking on the condition of the young man who was hit by a pitch. And that was a scary moment. Austin Fisher, it, it glanced off the the uh, helmet pop up center field. Jarrett Pern's going back a couple of steps. He's there. And Jarrett will make the catch for out number two. Glanced off his helmet, then hit him kind of in the nose and then and then hit off the bat. I know you okay. texted me. Yeah. And you could see it hit the, 
the uh, the helmet first. We heard multiple sounds, and yeah. you heard a tink, so you figure, oh, probably a foul ball. He was attempting a bunt, but replay showed that it was a nasty one. Hit him right in the nose. Two men out, one run in, and Haberly steps in. First pitch from Inouye is over for a strike. Blake Inouye pitched at uh, College of Southern Nevada last year, so pitching now as a, as a junior for BYU, and he's kind of taken over that role of the uh, third starter, and he's done a great job. Pitches outside one and one. Yeah, he's a kid that just competes, throws a lot of strikes, and really gives you a chance every time he throws. One-one pitch, fly ball foul off the third base side. So the doubleheader today with the forecast of rain tomorrow. And we've had uh, the rain today, but it's been light enough to play right through it. Tomorrow looks nasty, though. A lot of rain, close to an inch throughout the day. A ball and two strikes. Inouye's pitch is just off the plate. Had Noah Hill up here yesterday in the postgame report. What a great young man. I'm telling you, he's a, he's a gamer. Uh, played very well behind the plate for the Cougars. And yeah, he was fantastic yesterday behind the plate. Unbelievable. Throwing a few guys out and making some great bump plays. 2-2 pitch. Just missed down low. And the count now 3-2 and two on Haverly with two men out. pitch, ball, big high hopper out in front of the plate. They need to let that roll foul. It does. Looked like anyway was going to come and try to make the play, but had enough spin on it. It rolled foul. So Bull Burra picked up the win in game one. He threw one inning. And uh, threw nine pitches. Uh, You know, Burra, 83 pitches on Tuesday night, so bullpen a little bit on fumes out there at the it end is, of that ball game. Was. Zimmerman definitely out. Yeah, I, mean, I think uh, Sudruth uh, didn't have his best outing, but I'm sure he's available for yeah, this he's game. still available this game. <laughs> Sudruth uh, threw a third of an inning. 3-2, ball fouled off again. Santa Clara's doing a fantastic job to start this game just battling. And taking the count, long, long counts. Haberly steps back in. Here's the 3-2. Ball grounded out toward uh, Sue at first. He's got it. He'll step on the bag for the out. And the Broncos are retired in the inning. They got one run, a home run by Becht. They lead one to nothing as the Cougars will come to the plate in the bottom of the first on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Going to the bottom of the first, Penn Murphy taking his final warm-up tosses. Uh, kind of a sidearm guy, normally a reliever, but they throw him out there for his second start of the year. Murphy, impressive though, four wins, a loss, and a 1.74 earned run average as he will take a 1-0 lead here in the bottom of the first inning. Brennan Anderson will lead it off. Brennan, a big two-run home run in the first game to give the Cougars a 4-3 lead. Brennan, uh, two for nine with a couple of RBIs. Brennan's home run, he went the other way. Yeah, 
right center really has a, the second biggest hit of the game at that point, that's for sure. So good to see him. Took a changeup running away and, and hit it to right center. Anderson steps in with Sneeman and Sue do up next. And Penn Mur- Murphy wearing number 21, right-hander. And the first pitch is over for a call strike one. BYU now 16 wins, 13 losses on the year. Pitch a little bit low, one ball and one strike. Well, the emotion of walk-off wins is huge. It really is. You wonder about two in a row if the Cougars can keep it going. Switch, uh, swing and a miss, one and two. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of emotion both ways. Yeah. You know, such disappointment on one end, especially the way they lost last night on the throwing air. And then to lose that way tonight, today, earlier, where they had a chance to win it and take the lead in the ninth. Pitch is down low, two and two. Yeah, both games definitely. The break here there could have gone either way. And here's a 2-2 pitch. Ball gets away from the catcher back to the screen. The count now 3-2 and two on uh, Brennan Anderson. Cougars uh, on the road next weekend at Portland. That'll be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I think uh, those games are 6 o'clock Thursday, Friday night, and then uh, noon Pacific time, which is 1 o'clock here on Saturday. Anderson draws a leadoff walk, and that will bring Schneeman to the plate. Schneeman hit his second home run in the 10th inning to win that walk off in the bottom of the 10th. And that was a no-doubter like you talked about earlier. He got a hold of that. Infield was, the outfield was playing shallow to try to throw it out on a sack fly, and it didn't matter. Pitch way inside to Sneeman. Almost hit him for ball one. I don't know how it didn't hit him. You know, uh, when you look at Murphy's stats, he's got uh, nine walks, 28 strikeouts, and 31 innings. Opponents are only hitting 218 off that uh, side armor. Pitch to Sneeman is over for a strike. And that's normally what you see these side armors in, in relief, you know, middle or maybe even in closing positions. Yeah, he's got good velo, though. Most sidearm guys in college don't have a ton of velo. They're, they're low 80s guys with a lot of movement, but he's a 90-mile-an-hour guy. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Daniel Sneeman. Ground ball. Out to only plays the first base as Anderson moves on into scoring position. Sneeman grounds out 4-3. And that will bring to the plate uh, Brian Sue, first baseman for BYU. Brian Sue, uh, two for eight in the series. Average uh, now at 353 with uh, four home runs and 21 RBIs. So Brian Sue steps in, and the first pitch is over for a strike, 91 on the fastball there by uh, Penn Murphy. It's the first doubleheader that Sue's actually played this year. Normally with his health, he's not able to play doubleheaders, but he came into coach's office after the game and said, hey, I'm good to go, I feel good. So that's always a good sign. No balls in a strike. Curveball just a little bit low. Yeah, the key with Murphy is you got to see the ball up. He likes to pound the knees and throw that breaking ball low and get you to chase. 
One ball, one strike, one out. Cougars with a runner on. Anderson, good lead at second base. Here's the pitch to Sue, and that ball's fouled up and out of play. Well, always tough to sweep a team. I don't care really home, is. away. It really is. If you're a lot better or a lot worse, it's tough. And the Cougars have got that uh, task here in front of them. Fortunately for BYU, they got the first two in hand to improve to five and six in the conference. Pitch to Sue a little bit outside. Well, you came into the weekend, you know, tied for dead last in the league, knowing that you needed three wins to get back in the hunt because just the teams ahead of you that are, you know, in third and fourth place, uh, fourth place are all tied with five losses. So you know that, hey, get come in here, sweep, get up to six wins, put you right back in the hunt. Two balls and two strikes to Brian Sue. Score a Pacific uh, losing at Pepperdine 3-2 that game in the sixth inning. St. Mary's and uh, San Francisco, or St. Mary's San Francisco uh, was postponed due to weather. Doubleheader on Sunday. Sue hits this ball pretty well. Right fielder going back a few steps. He's there, makes the catch. Anderson moves up to third base on the fly ball out. So runner now at third base for the Cougars, and Brock Hale will come up. Hale steps in. Brock's been an RBI machine in his career. He can really drive in runs. Hale and Sneeman now both with 22 RBIs on the year to lead the Cougars. And Anderson and Sue both with 21. So top four hitters in this lineup have done a great job in the RBI department in the first pitch outside, ball one. This would be a big hit for the Cougs if he can find a two-out RBI right here and tie this thing up. I know it'll be a... Another tough one for Santa Clara. Every time they've gotten a lead in this series, it seems like the Cougs have answered that right away. Pitch to Hale. Fouled off. Well, the forecast was for the rain to stop, but uh, so far we haven't seen that. Probably just hitting that mountain and just staying instead of leaving like it's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, it's supposed to be just 10, 20% chance right now. Hale takes that pitch just off the plate for a ball. Two balls and a strike. And the pitch to Brock Hale is fouled up and off the screen. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. As the Cougars try to tie this one up in the bottom of the first. Lead-off home run by Santa Clara in the top half. The inning put them on top. 2-2 pitch. There's a base hit into right field. Brock Hale, 23rd RBI. Kind of a little inside-out swing and Lined it past the second baseman, Austin Reyes, and we're all tied up 1-1. And we've said it many times, when Brock Hale's going that way, that's when it's scary because that's when he's really locked in, when he's hitting the ball where it's pissed and not trying to yank everything. Really big hit there by Brock. That'll bring Favero up. They move Favero up in the lineup a little bit. He's been swinging the bat well. 
Nate uh, two for eight, a pair of doubles in game one of this doubleheader. Those were hit hard. First pitch to Nate Favero was over for a strike. Yeah, Favero's double early in that ball game barely made it past the shortstop, and it was at the wall within a split yeah, second. It got there so quick. The shortstop, it, by the time he reacted, it was by him. Yeah. See the ball hit that hard into an infielder in a long time. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Favero fouls this one off. Nate wearing number 25 on the jersey. 14 RBIs on the year for the Cougar third baseman. Also played a good, fine defensive third base. And there goes Brock Hale, and nobody covering second base. And Brock Hale is going to move up to third base. A little bit of a delayed steal, and middle infielders completely asleep out there. Yes, they were. Not one guy tried to cover right there. And catcher did what he's supposed to do, is throw it to second, but nobody was there. Unfortunately, that'll be an error on the catcher that allows him to go to third base, but it's really not his fault. Yeah, exactly. So Brock will get a stolen base and an error advancing to third. And now Favero with a chance to put the Cougars on top here. Yeah, Hale slid into second base, looked up, saw the ball roll into center field, so he got up and, and made his way to third. Favero... Fouls one down the first base side. Nate Tavero, the senior out of Vienna, Virginia. Cougars uh, a hit in the inning. There's been a walk in the inning and an error in the inning. Been a lot of walks from both sides in this series. And here's the one-two to Nate Favero. That's outside. Ball two. I really like the zone of uh, game one of today's doubleheader's umpire. I thought he was a really good umpire. Very consistent. Yeah, he was consistent. Did a good job. Not a whole lot of argument there. 2-2 pitch. Favero hammers one foul. Again down the first base side. Trent Pratt uh, had to move his head about six inches to the right to avoid that one. First base coach for the Cougars. Mike Littlewood in the sixth year as the head coach of the Cougars down in the third base box, and Trent Pratt, associate head coach, first base side. They are assisted by uh, Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas, and uh, Tuckett Slate here to my left. Well, coach Littlewood said Tuesday these three games are must wins, and they got the first two. They got it done. They got those, and now this is the hard one. This is the one that you got yourself in this position to sweep, and, and now you got to find a way to get it done. Again, two balls, two strikes. And the pitch to Favero, a little looper, left fielder right in his tracks. Uh, Grant Malin there makes the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired here. In the first, we're all tied up 1-1 on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. John Cresto steps in, fouls the first pitch straight back. Cresto does not have a hit in the first couple of games. He's 0 for 8. Dangerous hitter, six home runs on the year for Cresto. 
Cougars really fed him a lot of uh, breaking pitches, and he's really struggled. Here's the 0-1, a fastball. Swung on and missed 0-2. Yeah, he's kind of gotten himself into some trouble this weekend, swinging a lot of sliders in the dirt. But, uh, man, if he gets a fastball to hit, he can do a lot of damage with it. 0-1-2. Pitch from Inouye is up a little bit high. Blake Inouye, the number three starter. Cougars would love to see him gobble up some innings here in game three. I think both coaches uh, pitches high and tight, two and two. You know, there's a lot of guys that both teams haven't used. But there's some there's some arms available, but some of the best arms that you go to in the late yeah. situations have all been used, and yeah. they're not available for this game. Maybe not quite as comfortable yeah. with the arms that are available as the guys that have already thrown. There's a ball fouled out of play. It just means uh, it, it, they get their opportunity. It's their turn to step up, see what they can do. Well, if you're going to come out to the ballpark, hurry. There's still some seats under the, the roof here. Yeah. <laughs> as it's just continuing to drizzle a little bit, we keep thinking it's going to back off, but so far it's uh, it hasn't. There's a lazy fly ball, Brock Hale in right field coming across. He'll get there and make the play for the out. One man out, and uh, Mets. Smithwick, who had a three-run home run in game one today. And that was an opposite field yeah. home run off the top of the scoreboard. Yeah, that got out of here in a hurry. Man, that was some serious juice. Yeah. He's two for seven in the first couple of games. Smithwick, uh, only a 225 hitter, but uh, he definitely got into that one. Sure did. First pitch from Inouye, nice off-speed pitch, and Smithwick swings and misses. Smithwick, a junior out of Danville, California, 6'1", 200-pound left-handed hitter. And he is playing in right field tonight. 0-1 pitch, little looper out toward Favero. That ball's going to land over near the dugout, and they couldn't quite get there. No balls, two strikes the count. 1-1 the score as we play the top of the second inning here in Provo. And here's the 0-2. That's up high. Report on uh, Austin Fisher, the young man that got hit, as he's definitely broken his nose. But, boy, just had one laceration on his nose. It could have been much worse for that young man. Can do some x-rays, maybe a CAT scan, but uh, was completely coherent and talking to everyone. There's a one hopper. Brandon Anderson, great play, throws him out. Wow, great play. What a play by Anderson. Went into shallow right field, dove, and on the short hop came up with it. Two men out. Middle infield came to play this weekend, didn't they? They made some fantastic plays. That'll bring uh, Jake McNichols to the plate. The catcher going to catch both ends of this doubleheader. And the first pitch from Inouye is over for a strike. Not only is he going to catch both, he's also had to go extra innings. So he's got a lot of work as a tough kid. No balls in a strike. 
A little bit low, one and one the count. In away from the stretch. Swing and a miss at a curveball. And the count goes to one and two. McNichols back in, and here's the one-two pitch. That ball hit pretty well. Perns in center field going way back. He's not going to get there. That's up against the wall. And McNichols, that's about the same place he hit that double last night in game one. Off, uh, short hopped it off the center field wall. Yeah, good swing there. Got a good pitch to hit, and boy, healthy hack right there. Line drive just running away from Perns, one hop in the wall. That'll bring Grant Malin to the plate. Uh, Malin came in late in the first game of this doubleheader. Got a base hit. He got the he got the ninth inning rally going for them yeah. as a pinch hitter. First pitch, he hit a liner into right, and then they tried to bunt a guy, and he hit him in the face accidentally, which was awful. And then another walk, and then it got interesting. Boy. It did get interesting. Down to three two counts on both yeah. guys. Zimmerman struck out. Yeah, three O's to those guys all the way back, and uh, crazy. Two men out, and Malin steps in. First pitch. Inside ball one. Ball and no strikes to the left-handed hitter, Malin. He is a 232 hitter on the year. And here's the pitch. Straight change over for a strike, 75 miles an hour. Blake's hit 88 uh, tonight. And he gets that changeup going. He can be devastating out there. Uh, that makes him really, really tough to hit for left-handed hitters with that changeup. Here's the 1-1. Just off the plate, 2-1 and one the count. Here's a 2-1 pitch, and that's over for a strike, 2-2. Two two. Haven't seen any attendance figures. Uh, well, I guess uh, game one, there were last night there were 1,700 in the ballpark, and they did never show an attendance figure in uh, game one here this afternoon. Here's Inouye's 2-2 pitch. Boy, just missed inside, yeah, just, ball three. Just missed in. I think on doubleheader days, I think they like to wait till about halfway through game two and count them all. Count them all, yeah. <laughs> towards, you know, the the Utah game, they said there were twenty nine hundred. Okay, at Utah. Yeah, had a hard time believing that. Yeah, maybe, maybe there was. Ball grounded foul down the first base side. It's just such a big stadium that they play yeah. in that AAA park that seats thirteen thousand. Yeah. I know they're trying to get their own facility built on campus with. Got a myriad of problems with zoning and yeah, they really need to get that the dimensions care. of yep. the ballpark. But it would certainly be great for their program if they could get their own uh, their own field. Pitches outside, anyway, walks the Malin, and that will bring up Reyes. Yeah, the fastball command isn't as sharp as Inouye's been over his last couple of starts. 
His fastball command has been so good that his other pitches work off that, but hasn't been able to throw that fastball for the spot-up strike like we're used to seeing. Two men out, and Reyes steps in. He's one for five in the series, and the first pitch over for a strike. Noah Hill getting the start behind the plate here in the second game of this doubleheader. And here is the 0-1 from Inouye. That's over for a call strike two. Inouye already up to 46 pitches, and we're just in the second. Definitely not what you, if your coach Little wanted to see early in this game. Here's the 0-2. Ball hit pretty well, left center field. That's going to be in for extra bases up against the wall. One run scores. Santa Clara scores two runs on the double, and they lead 3-1 to one in the bottom part of this order, really doing damage against Inouye. Inouye got the first two hitters out, and then he's given up a, a double, a walk, and another double. Yeah, 0-2 count there, and, and it looked like a fastball down the middle elevated. The one pitch that he can actually hit, he definitely missed his location right there. And, uh, boy, that was a great swing to hit that double Reyes had. We talked about that at Pepperdine in a way's last start. A lot of 0-2 counts, yeah. and he was just catching way too much of the plate with those pitches. Yeah. Jeremy Thomas now the pitching coach for the Cougars out. To talk with, uh, in a way, with the top of the order now, Joe Beck who had the uh, solo home run to lead the game off. So Santa Clara three runs here in the first couple of innings. And Joe Beck will step in. It was his third home run of the year earlier in his 14th RBI. He's batting from the left side. And in a way, from the stretch, first pitch inside that hit him. That hit Becht. So Becht hit by a pitch. And that came in and hit uh, Noah Hill. Not sure where, but that got him. Ricochet off the leg to yeah, the fire. Trying to kind of gather himself back there. Umpire taking a lot of time going over and get, getting some new baseballs, giving uh, Noah a little extra time. So Beck is hit by a pitch. Runners at first and second base. Dikashea will step in. He grounded out to Favero. Here's first time up. And the first pitch is up a little bit high. Ball one. A couple guys running now down in the bullpen. Getting their bodies moving for the Cougs. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's down low. You know, we talked to Coach Littlewood and I before the game, and he said, hey, if Rodgers can't make it much in game one, we'll, we'll go to Inouye immediately and kind of turn game three into a staff day. But 
Uh, we'll see what transpires here. Blake uh, down in the count. Now 2-0 and oh to, with uh, Brot in the on-deck circle. There's a pitch. It's up high for ball three. Yeah, you, this is the guy you want to go get right here. You don't want to face Brot with bases loaded. Three balls, no strikes. And the pitch is over for a strike. Cougars on to Portland next week. Uh, Thursday, Friday evening, and uh, Saturday afternoon we'll have all those games games for you on BYU Radio and ESPN 960. That ball hit into center field. Pern's going over. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Two more runs score on two base hits. There are no errors, two runners left. We're through an inning and a half. 3-1 Broncos over the Cougars on your BYU, new skin BYU Sports Network. Keaton Kringle leads it off for the Cougars as we go to the bottom of the second. Santa Clara up uh, 3-1. Pop up into shallow center field. Crestos. Center fielder coming in, makes the catch for the out. So one man out as Kringlin pops up to start off the inning. And Jake Brown, Cougar DH, will now come up. Brown 0 for 4 in the first couple of games. He's had several walks, has been hit by a pitch in the last game. Yeah, he's had some good at-bats getting on base, just hasn't been able to put together some hits. First pitch to Jake Brown over for a strike. See, you got that uh, radar gun going. Get the electric yeah. crew out there. And yeah, but the, what happened? When did you? The wire broke this morning during BP. All of a sudden, it stopped transmitting, so we had to get a whole new one built. Oh, one pitch to Brown down low. The good work here at the electric shop here was able to build us one instead of having to order one. So it's pretty cool that they were able to do that for us. The ball and a strike. With uh, one man out here in the bottom of the second. And Brown hits this ball hard up the middle, second baseman. Great play, Reyes. Unable to make the throw. Pretty tough play by Reyes. I'm not sure. I, uh, what do you think, Tuck? I think I'd probably go base hit there. Yeah, I mean, he had to go a long way to get there. Base hit by Brown. Does the turf play a little quicker when it's got moisture on it? It skips, I would think it does. It skips a little bit. So, Pern steps in. Uh, Jarrett Pern's Cougar center fielder, and he fouls the pitch off. Pern's uh, two for six with a couple of RBIs. Had a real good game in game one today. As uh, Jarrett just continues to do the right things. Yeah. Good at bats, big base hits, had a sacrifice in that game. Yeah, just been and, having uh, a fantastic year. Here's the 0-1 to Perns. That's a little bit low. One ball and one strike, and you're exactly right uh, with uh, Penn Murphy. Boy, you just got to lay off that pitch down in the zone. That's the key. He wants you to chase that pitch. Here's the 1-1. Burns takes that one down. Low ball two. It's been actually been it's been very interesting to see 
the depth of the outfielders that they've played when Perns has been hitting. You know, he's hitting the 8-9 hole, and they've been playing real shallow, and he's yep. got some power. He's a guy that can hit the ball out of the park. Yeah, we mentioned that in game one. They were drawn way in, yeah. especially the left fielder. I mean, yeah. uh, Malin, way in. I think even right now, they're way in for, for him. 2-1 pitch to Perns. He swings and misses. And the count evens up at two balls, two strikes. Noah Hill on deck for the Cougars. He's the number nine hitter in the lineup. Lawson caught game one. Hill gets the start here in game two. And Perns fouls this one down the first base side. Well, Brown at first as a DH doesn't have great speed. He uh, definitely wasn't gifted with that attribute. So it'd be in with him playing so shallow, unless it gets into the gap, it's going to be hard for him on a single to get first to third. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Burns checks the swing, goes around for a strikeout. Two men out, and Noah Hill, the catcher, will step in. Yes. He'll uh, 0 for 3 in last night's game, and this will be his first at bat here tonight. And yeah, Noah's done really well of late, getting a few more starts than he did early in the year. Just kind of a grinder type guy out there that puts together good at bats and finds ways to help his team. Well, Noah Hill with a runner at first base. First pitch is off the plate for ball one. Boy, we've had uh, two great games. Cougars have walked off twice in the first two games. Once in the ninth, once in the tenth. And here's the o, uh, the 1-0. It's outside. 2-0. Rusty Filter, head coach, first-year head coach of uh, Santa Clara. San Diego State, longtime pitching coach. Stanford pitching coach the last few years. And that pitch is down low, ball three. Top of the order, Brandon Anderson due up next. You could tell that Coach Filter was uh, really upset after that last game. He was really frustrated with the way it all went down. Well, the guy getting picked off in the tenth, that was the yeah. that was the real killer for them. Three one pitch over for a strike. Filter very familiar with Provo in this field yeah. as San Diego State came in several times under Tony Gwynn with Filter as the head coach. And then last year BYU at Stanford in the regional where Filter was the pitching coach and now his first year at Santa Clara. Pitches outside. So a walk to Noah Hill. Runners at first and second, and Brennan Anderson comes up. Well, another two-out RBI opportunity. Anderson walked and scored in the first. Be nice to chip away at this lead. Final, uh, Pepperdine did beat Pacific 5-3. to three. That was played down in uh, Malibu, and the pitch is uh, a little bit low for a ball with the win. Pepperdine improves to 5-5, five and five, and Pacific drops to three wins and seven losses. Cougars have played Pepperdine. They'll end the season with Pacific here in Provo in mid-May. Pitch to Anderson. Ball hit hard. Third baseman's got it. Steps on the bag for the out, and the Cougars retired here in the second inning. 
on the ground ball out. 3-1, Santa Clara leads BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on New Skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the third inning. Santa Clara leading 3-1 here in Provo. First pitch is a, a little bit low to Jake Brote. Brote to 3 4 10 in the three games with a RBI. Flew out to center field his first time up. Here's Inouye's one ball pitch, and that's over for a strike. Inouye now 53 pitches as we just started the third inning. So the Cougar bullpen signs, and we just saw Perone run down there. Yep, going to get ready going early today. No doubt bullpen's going to be needed. Pitch is a little bit low, three and one. Boy, for whatever reason right now, anyway, just having a hard time with the strike zone. Yeah, he really is. Blake only eight walks and 28 innings, but he's uh, he's walked uh, one and hit a batter today, and there's a line drive base hit by Brote around first base. He's going for two, and he will slide in safely. So Brote with a leadoff double. Boy, Blake uh, falls behind and then has to throw those strikes, and uh, Santa Clara has really made him pay early in this ballgame. Yes, they have, and putting good swings on it. That's the thing. They're beginning in plus counts and putting great swings. Evan Haberly will step in. He grounded out to the first baseman, uh, Sue, his first time up. And Mike Littlewood, that's going to be it for Inouye. We will send it back for a two-minute break. Be back with a new pitcher, Kenny Signs, right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Evan Haverly steps in. Kenny Signs, the new pitcher for the Cougars. First pitch, fastball, swing and a miss for strike one. Well, Kenny's got the got good stuff. He puts it all together. He could be a good option right here for the Cougars to go to and get some innings out of. This is Signs' eighth appearance. One win, two losses on the year. Transfer out of the University of Oklahoma. And that pitch is down low. A ball and a strike. Kenny signs uh, wearing number 21, 5'8", 165. Grew up in Corpus Christi, Texas. And here's the 1-1 pitch. That's outside again for ball two. And I think Kenny's biggest problem, correct me if I'm wrong, is just his con- command. Yeah. He just can't command the base or has a hard, t- had a hard time commanding the baseball. Yeah, he struggled at times throwing strikes and walking guys. But when he's in the zone, he's tough to hit. Pitch is outside, ball three. Signs in 14 innings, has 13 strikeouts, but also has 13 walks. And here is the 3-1 pitch. That's up high, ball four. So Sines walks the first batter he faces. And that will bring John Cresto to the plate. Cresto flew out to uh, Brock Hill in right field his first time at the plate today. Or in this game, I should say. 
you'd wonder with even though he's their power guy if they would even think about bunning here because he's been struggling so much yeah. but i just i don't see them doing that with him favero about even with a bag at third base as cresto steps in and the first pitch almost hitting for ball one i think cresto had Decided that ball was going to hit him. He didn't get out, try to get out of the way of it. Move. He just stood there. Want to know the count? And here's Sign's pitch, and that's down low ball two. Nobody out here in the third inning now. Noah Hill going to go out. Have a little chat with Kenny Sines. Just well, got to get him locked in. Yeah, critical part of the game right here. Really Boy, you is. don't want uh, Santa Clara to score anymore. As Sines, I think that's Perone beginning to throw. Actually, it looks like it might be just, that, Justin Sterner. I think it's Justin Sterner, yeah. Pitch is over for a strike. And the count now two and one. It is Sterner number 18. Haven't seen Justin much this year. Now it's had a few innings early, but hasn't thrown a ton of late. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Ball grounded foul down the third base side. Well, you throw strikes and good things yeah. can happen. Good things can happen. <laughs> well, you got to a, a strikeout situation now where it'd be nice to either get you a ground ball double play or find a way to punch him out here. He's got a good changeup against uh, left right against uh, yeah, right-handers. Right yeah. yeah. Well, when you throw balls, I, I don't know of anything good that happens when you throw balls. 2-2 pitch, ball fouled up off the screen. So, Kenny, you know, Cougars really looking for a couple other arms in the pen that they can really rely on. Great opportunity here for Sines to yeah, I mean, give him a couple innings. He's a bulldog who wants an opportunity, and, and really this is his chance to really show. Two balls, two strikes. Here's Sines' pitch. That pitch way inside. He swung at it. Yeah, it might have hit him. <laughs> That pitch was in on his hands. He swung at it and lined it off the uh, Cougar dugout. He was dead red, ready to swing at that pitch no matter where it was. I think it might have hit him in the back hip. I I think it might have. Two balls, two strikes to count. Here's Sines' pitch. There's that changeup. Snagged by Favero, a line shot. Nate went up the ladder, made the cra- uh, play, and saved extra bases and at least one RBI for Cresto. Great play by Favero. Yeah, hey, it's nice to be 6-5 in third baseman, huh? Great play. With a little bit of hops. Yeah. Matt Smithwick now steps in. Uh, Smithwick. Grounded out to Anderson his first time up. Hit it really hard. Anderson made a great play. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. 
Vera was not playing Cresto that deep, and so he had to get up in a hurry to make that play. That's a couple of hard balls now that Cresco's hitting today right at people. He had one in the first game, a line driver at the left fielder. Can't really buy a break right now. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's a down low ball two. To uh, Matt Smithwick. Santa Clara leading this one uh, three to one as we play the top of the third inning here in Provo. Cougars have won the first two games of the series. And Kenny signs with the 2-0 pitch, and that ball's fouled up and straight back for strike one. Signs uh, pitched at Oklahoma his freshman year, correct? Yep. And uh, redshirting and uh, had the redshirt last year due to the transfer and now pitching for the Cougars. And here's the 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. 2-2 two and two the count. Yeah, I mean, like you talked about with his numbers, 13 strikeouts, 13 walks, right? Yep. I mean, yep. In, in his innings pitched, <laughs> he can really – he's got the stuff to strike people out, but it's all about command. It really is. It's weird when you see a strikeout in an inning, but also a walk yeah. every inning. It's not what you want to have, that's for sure. Blake anyway only went uh, – Two innings here. Just did not have the command today. Yeah, they were taking good swings at him. Even the balls they got out on were hit pretty well. He uh, had thrown over the mid-50s just through two innings. So signs into the ball game, and here's the 2-2 pitch. Popped up. The ball's going to find the seats. Up on top of the roof here at Larry Miller Field. The uh, Cougar softball team won the first game against Santa Clara, and they're ahead 7-2 in the fifth inning of game two. So they're looking for a sweep. They've got game three scheduled tomorrow. Hopefully they'll be able to get that in. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Great pitch right there by Signs for out number two. Yeah, fantastic breaking ball there by Kenny. Gets a little confidence going, yeah. gets a strikeout. The line drive out was hit hard, but great play by Favero. You, your teammates pick you up a absolutely, little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, now we just need him to get ahead of a hitter because his last two hitters, even though he got him out, he was down 2-0 and had to fight back. Get ahead of a hitter and get into a positive count on his, on his side. Smithwick doubled his last time up and scored a run. Or, I mean, uh, McNichols, who's up there now. Smithwick just struck out. And the first pitch is up high. For ball one. Ball and no strikes to the Bronco catcher. And signs pitch. That gets away from the catcher for the Cougars. And both runners move up. And the count now 2-0. and oh. On McNichols. Really tough play right there for Noah Hill. Had to go way to his left and actually got his body on the ball, but just knocked about three or four feet away from him, and the runners were able to advance. 
Yeah, that's a tough break now because now you're you're a single from giving up two runs where a single would have been just one run. Now you really have to battle here. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Swing and a miss. Good change right there. You can see uh, McNichols way out in front of that one with a swing. 73 miles an hour on that changeup. I think the most devastating pitch in baseball. Also probably one of the toughest things to throw in baseball. I hate that pitch as a hitter. 2-1 pitch. Over for call strike. 2-89 on the fastball. So 16 miles an hour difference in those two pitches. Yeah, he pumped up on that one. No, but he's really kind of got him set up here if he can throw a good pitch in the zone. Yeah. Go back that change up down. Give him a swing over it. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. And here's the pitch from Signs. Pitch down in the dirt for ball three. Looked like he came back with a curveball. Yeah, just not high enough to get him to bite at it. It's all about depth on those breaking pitches. When you start those things low, it, it's easy for a hitter to say, yeah, it's a ball. But if you start it about belt to knee high, uh, belt to thigh high, you give a better shot of getting a swing and miss out of it. Here's a 3-2. Ball hit pretty well, deep center field. Perns going back on the – no, it's he's called off by Kringlin, who makes the catch for the out. Great so job McNichols by and a great job by Signs there. 3-1, Broncos leading after two and a half on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars coming to the plate, bottom of the third, down 3-1. Daniel Sneeman, Brian Sue, Brock Hale. Daniel Sneeman, the walk-off home run, two-run shot in game one today. Cougars won 6-4 in 10 innings. That's thrilling for a young man. I'll guarantee you, Sneeman will never forget that. Yeah, those are memories he'll always remember. Sneeman been outstanding in this series defensively, first pitch as he always is, but just continues to amaze. One and zero the count. Sneeman, a two fifty two hitter, pitches over for a strike. Daniel grounded out to the second baseman, Reyes, his first time up tonight. Pitch to Sneeman, fly ball, center fielder Cresto going back a couple of steps. He's camped under it, and he'll make the catch for the out. One man out, Brian Sue. The interesting thing about Sneeman's base hit, there was a guy at third base, one man out when it left the bat. You know, I knew it was, I mean, they were pulled in in the outfield. You knew yeah. the game was over. But then you sit there and watch that ball fly over that uh, pine tree out there. I mean, that was an absolute shot by Schneeman. And the first pitch to Sue is over for a strike. Yeah, you knew the game was over once he hit contact with the trajectory. But I had no idea it was going to leave like that. No doubter. Pitch is down low. You know, the ball's been carrying pretty well here today, even yeah, these has. conditions. Anderson hit one the opposite way, and then. Smithwick hit the big bomb to left for Santa Clara. That was well out of the ballpark. Sue hits this ball. Third baseman has got it. Throw to first in time for the out. So Cougars quickly two men out here in the third, and that will bring Brock Hale to the plate. Hale steps in. He had an RBI single in the first. The only Cougar run. 
as Brock uh, just continues that average, continues to go up. 345 entering the ball game, and the first pitch is up high for a ball. He's just a really good hitter. It's been fun to watch him the last couple of years. Hale leads the Cougars with uh, 23 RBIs now. And here's the pitch. It's way outside for ball two. Penn Murphy, the starter for Santa Clara, now up to uh, 52 pitches through two and uh, two-thirds innings. So his pitch count has been climbing also as uh, that ball's uh, grounded uh, back to uh, Murphy. He shovels the ball to the first baseman, and the Cougars... Retired quickly here in the third. We're through three now. 3-1 Santa Clara over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. First pitch to Grant Malin is outside for ball one. Now ball two from Kenny Sines. Defensive change, Casey Jacobson into the ballgame. He takes over at third base. Favero moves from third to first. And Brian Sue out of the ballgame. Now the 2-0 pitch down low, ball three. Malon hitting uh, 232 on the year, and he takes that one over for a strike. Must be one of the T-shirt innings. Yeah, strikeout inning. yeah. 3-1 pitch. That's inside for ball four. Lead-off walk to Malin, and that will bring Austin Reyes to the plate. He doubled in a couple of runs his last time up. Now has nine RBIs on the year. That was really the the hit that kind of undid in a way. 0-2 pitch and yeah, left it up in the zone. Threw him a cookie, and he hit it. There's a bunt down the third baseline. Great play. Great bunt. Jacobson up with it. Throws the first in time for the out. Great play, play by Casey Jacobson. Really good play. Came in and made the off-balance throw for the out. And that's what Casey can do, man. He can really play defense. He's made some outstanding plays late in games for us this year as a defensive replacement. One man out. Top of the order, Joe Beck comes to the plate. Joe Becht is homered in the first inning to lead the game off, hit by a pitch in the second. And Kenny signs. First pitch to Beck is uh, down low for ball one. Cougars still have Sterner down throwing. And here is the 1-0 pitch. That's down low, ball two. Well, Kenny uh, got off to a little bit of a rough start in his outing, but then came on strong. Yeah, Strike out and a fly ball out, but now he's walked and he's gone 2-0 on the leadoff hitter. Pretty much been 2-0 to every batter he's faced. He's got to get ahead. Here's the pitch from Sines, and that's down low, ball three. 
probably be his last batter with Sterner going as hot as he is down there in the right-handed hitter on deck. Three-0 pitch down low again. Ball four. So signs with two walks in the inning, and that's going to bring Dikashea to the plate. Brennan Anderson, second baseman, comes in and talks to the left-hander. Coach Littlewood, you can hear him on the crowd mic, a little encouraging word from the dugout. Yeah, just trying to get his lefty going here. He's got such good stuff, it's frustrating to see him not find the zone. Be a really good pitcher. First pitch uh, out of fall baseball, he was considered one of the top guys. Yeah. Definitely one of the top three starters. Yeah, we thought he was going to be our team. Thursday night guy. That's how good he was this fall. And then uh, when you started playing in the spring, it wasn't quite there. Here's the 0-1 pitch from Sines. A swing and a miss. There's that change. 0-2. No balls, two strikes account to Discoshea. And the pitch that hit him. So two walks and a hit batter. Wow, 0 2 there. Just tough. Something you just can't do right there. 0 2 and hit the guy. And that will bring uh, Jake Broat to the plate. With the bases loaded and one man out. Well, it's not the guy you want to face in the situation. He's a big dog. He can really hit. Got to find a way to battle out of here. First pitch from Signs, a swing and a miss. 88 on the fastball. Kenny with the. Uh, Three walks and a hit batter here through uh, one in the third innings that he's pitched. And here's the 1-1 to Broat. That's over for a strike. We see flashes of brilliance. That's what's so frustrating about it is you see how good this kid can be. And then it just kind of won't get out of his own way, you know, and, and let himself be the guy that he can be. Here's the 0-2 to Broke. A little bit low for ball one. Jake Broat on the year. He has 30 strikeouts to lead the uh, Broncos in that category. And the Cougars need one right here with bases loaded. Down 3-1 already here. And the 1-2, that pitch is way inside. 2-2 two two the count. Broat uh, doubled his last time up. He now has four hits and ten plate appearances. You know, came in hitting in the low 200s. 
But, boy, you can see the potential up and down on this kid. 2-2 pitch, off the plate, ball three. Look, got to come for him right here. Don't want to give him a free one. And signs 3-2 pitch, ball fouled straight back. Came in with a fastball. And Brot uh, stays alive. I'm just not sure if he's got confidence right now to go to another pitch to try to get the strikeout. Yeah, yeah I think you got to go fastball. you got to throw a strike. Yeah, you do. Three balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch to Brot. Fouled off again. Man, you have him set up for a changeup right here if you could throw it. But I think he just hit the guy with a changeup on 0-2 before and just doesn't have the confidence to go to it. Three balls, two strikes. One man out, bases loaded. And here is Sainz's pitch. That's down low, ball four. And the runner trots in from third base. Here brought a... RBI on the walk. Yeah, I mean, that's four free bases in one run. We had to have one hit this inning to get a run. That's just, man, it's frustrating, that's for sure. Now the lefty, Haberly, steps in. He was the first guy that signs uh, faced, and he walked him. And the first pitch to Haverly is swing and a miss for strike one. Well, Coach Littlewood, i got to give it to him for stick, yeah. sticking with signs here. He wants to give this young man an opportunity. And he's, he's been so good at times. That's what's so frustrating. But yet again, I mean, four free bags in one inning, just something you just can't do. Curveball catches the outside corner, 0-2. Eberly has grounded out and walked in the game. Came in with a 3.33 average and limited to bats this year. Here's the 0-2. There's the change, and he swings and misses for the second strikeout. Well, if you can find a way to minimize this right here, just a one run, that's a that's a success. Be huge. It really would be. And he's got to find a way to bear down right now and get out of this inning with just a one run and, and keep the Cougs still in this game. Crystal lined out to the third baseman his first time up and the first pitch over for a strike. That's the 49th pitch by Kenny Sines yeah, wow. in less than two innings. A lot of three-two counts. Here's signs is 0-1. That's up high. Looks like something big going on at the Marriott Center tonight. Just not sure what that is, but a lot of cars pulling yeah, in. A ton of cars. A ball and a strike. 
4-1 the score. Santa Clara leading the Cougars. And they throw behind the base runner at first base. And he got back in safely. Cougars uh, last year especially were really good at that. Had that uh, work out a couple, three times for him. This year not quite so much. I think it's in the scouting report. A lot of teams are now looking for it. One ball, one strike to Cresto. Swing and a miss. There's the change. And Cresto behind in the count, one and two. Yeah, if Science could work out of this jam and only giving up one run after be a huge positive walking three and hitting a batter. It would be a huge positive. Well, he's got a shot to do it right here. But he's got a good hitter up, that, but he's been struggling. Now timeout called by Cresto. You know, if you're Cresto right now, you're just wearing, wearing so much on your shoulders, knowing that you're one of the big guys on their team and haven't got a ton of hits this weekend, hit some balls hard, bases loaded, chance to blow a game open. You want to do so much right here. Here's the one-two. That's down low, and the count uh, now evens up at two balls, two strikes. Kenny signs with a long look in at uh, Noah Hill as catcher. He's got the sign. Set at the belt, and here is the 2-2 pitch. Swinging, strike three. Sign strikes out the last two hitters. Good job, Kenny. And Kenny gives up one run, no hits, no errors. Three runners left on. We're through three and a half, 4-1. Cougars losing to Santa Clara here on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Nate Favero will lead it off for the Cougars. Bottom of the... Uh, Fourth inning, Cougars down four to one. And Favero fouls the next pitch off. Portland leading Gonzaga, one nothing. That game just started up in Gonzaga. LMU leading San Diego, one to nothing. Again, a game that just uh, started over on the West Coast. We'll try to get you updates on those scores as the night proceeds. No balls and two strikes. Now Favero at uh, first base, taking over for Sue, who came out. And Jacobson hitting in uh, Sue's spot. Here's the 0-2. That's off the plate for ball one. It's kind of intermittent showers here. Yeah. Not heavy rain, but just heavy enough to a little bit of an inconvenience. There's a ball hit, base hit into left field. Gets past the left fielder. And Favero around first base, and he's going to end up at second base. So a single and an error. Boy, that ball just skipped and got away from Malon and went all the way to the fence. So the Cougars with an opportunity here with uh, Kringlin coming up. Yeah, not sure how he missed that and left. It seemed like it was just a one hopper right to him. Maybe overran it or... But, hey, nice little bounce there for the Cougs. And Nate hit that ball real well. Got Nate uh, continuing to hit line drives here the last couple of weeks, looking great as Kringlin steps in. He's seen one pitch. He flew out to center field his first time up. 
I've never met anyone more than Keaton Kringlin that loves the first pitch. That guy's ultra-aggressive in the count. And he's been successful throughout his career because of it. Here's the 1-0 to Kringlin. Curveball drops in for a strike. Well, Cougars down 4-1, trying to battle back. They just got to chip away. Cougars uh, last couple innings battle out of a couple of jams that Santa Clara could have scored several more runs. Yeah, this could be 5-6-7-1 here easily, especially with the hitters that Santa Clara had up in those situations. Kringland steps back in. Two balls and one strike. Here is Penn Murphy's pitch, and that's up high for ball three. Jake Brown on deck for BYU. He's the DH. And Penn Murphy working from the stretch. Here's a 3-1 pitch to Kringlin. Checked the swing, but it was called a strike. And the count goes full three balls and two strikes. Kind of like a slurvy changeup right there that kind of caught Kringlin off guard. Here's a 3-2. Kringlin hits this ball hard. Center fielder going back a few steps. And he will make the catch. Favero will tag at second base, and he'll make it into the bag at third base. So Kringlin a high fly ball to center field. Well, team, well, well, team-wise, it's a really good job there to get the guy over with one out. You know, chasing three runs, you, you'd hope to get a hit out of it, but good execution team-wise there for Kringlin. Jake Brown steps in. Uh, Brown singled. Infield single his first time up. And you just got to find a way if you're Brown to just, they're playing back, just find a way to get a ground ball and cut this lead in half. First pitch down low, ball one. Well, second time through the... Uh, the lineup here, and you got to believe after uh, seeing uh, Penn Murphy, who does have a kind of a funky motion, you'd think they'd become a little more comfortable with it. Yeah, for sure. Brown takes that one down low for a ball. Brown, good eye at the plate. Really does. He's uh, had several walks in the series. Slightly open stance at the plate for the left-hander. And here's the 2-0 pitch, and that's down low again, ball three. Jarrett Perns is on deck for BYU. As Brown steps back in. Brown hits this ball foul down the left field line. Had him going. Wow, Giving him the green light 3-0 here. I like it. And Brown hit it off the wall, but about 20 feet foul down the left field side. Cougars, two walk-off wins in the first two games. 2-1 two to one in regulation, nine innings, and 6-4 to four on the Sneeman walk-off homer. Pitch is outside, so Brown with a walk. Cougars with runners at first and third. And Perns coming to the plate. Jarrett struck out his first time up. Jarrett's been really good in these situations this year for the Cougs. Finding ways. Had two big RBIs in the, in the, in the first game today in these situations. 
So Jarrett Perns will step in. And Penn Murphy makes a move to third and uh, looks at first. We've okay. seen uh, Santa Clara do that several times in the series. Yeah, I kind of wish they would just go to the pro rule on that <laughs> and say it's not legal anymore. I've mentioned that a few times on the air. Yeah. I think that would be a good move. Perns down to the first baseman. He's got it. Throws home and double play by Santa Clara. Stepped on the bag, and then Favero tried to score from third base. And the Cougars are still bound down 4-1. to one. We're through four innings on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team. And you are listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. Matt Smithwick will lead it off for Santa Clara as we go to the fifth there. Popped up on the first pitch. Shallow center field. Jarrett Perns in a couple of steps, and he makes the catch for the out. Boy, those clouds are so low in the in the field that it looked like Perns kind of had a hard time picking that ball up. One man out. And that will bring up uh, Jake McNichols. He has doubled and flown out the left field in the game. First pitch from Kenny Sines is outside, ball one. I'm actually shocked that Smith would swing at the first pitch because Kenny hasn't thrown a first pitch strike. But, hey, you'll take it. And it's a good pitch there by Kenny. Pitch to McNichols is high and tight, 2-0. and oh. Got to give Kenny a lot of credit for last inning. He put himself in the jam and minimized and found a way to get out of it, which takes a lot of energy and effort to do. He's up to 56 pitches now. Here's the 2-0 count pitch, and that's down low for ball three. Three-0 pitches outside ball four. So Sines walks McNichols, and Grant Malin will step in. That's five walks by Sines, and he's also hit a batter. Amazing. He's only given up one run yeah. in his appearance here. Really is. First pitch to Malin. That's down low for ball one. Cougars' Justin Sterner continuing to throw in the pen. Signs taking a lot of time between pitches. Long look in. Now he's got the sign. And here's the 1-0, and that's down low again for ball two. One man out, one man on, and a 2-0 count to uh, Malin. And here's the uh, pitch. That's over for a strike. Next game will be uh, Thursday night, 7 o'clock here local time. Cougars travel to Portland. 7 o'clock Thursday, Friday evening, and then uh, Saturday at 1 p.m. here local. 
on uh, BYU Radio as well as ESPN 960. All the BYU apps. 94.5. Lots of places we you can find us. Quick throw to first base and uh, back in safely is uh, McNichols. Got a couple people texting texting in. Gov Nielsen says hello, Brent. Good old Gov. Good man, Gov Nielsen, he head really coach is. Spanish for Kai. Good luck to the Dons this year. He always puts together a good team yes, there. Yes, he does. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Ball grounded foul. Two balls and two strikes the count. Cougars and uh, Broncos here. Game three of this series. Doubleheader today forced by the weather conditions. A forecast for tomorrow. And here's a 2-2 pitch. That's outside ball three. Good block there by Noah. Had to work a lot today because there's been a lot of pitches in the dirt. Three and two, the count to Malon. Pitch is fouled out of play. Off the third base side. Malin has walked twice. He has scored twice in the ball game. Two of the uh, walks that have been given up by the pitching staff have scored here in the game two. 3-2 pitch. Oh, outside man. check to swing. Said he did go around. So the runner is going to be caught in between first and second. No, he's going to get back. Boy, very late appeal to the third base umpire. As I said, he did strike out. And the first bait, uh, runner first was just kind of jogging down to second. I don't know if I've ever quite seen that, that before. was really weird. And he was able to get back into the bag. Two men out. Big strikeout on the check swing of Malin. And that will bring Austin Reyes to the plate. Reyes has doubled and had a sacrifice bunt. One for one officially, and uh, throw to first base, and uh, McNichols back in safely. Just kind of a weird, odd tempo to this game. Yeah, it's just a slow-paced game, a lot of balls. Just kind of a weird feeling. The pitch is down low, 1-0. and 66 pitches now by Signs. Well, the other two games they've had have been paced pretty well. Yeah, you know, they've good moved tempo. right along. Yeah. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's down low. Yeah, game one last night, two hours and 23 minutes, and uh, the game today, 317, but that was extra innings. That game really slowed down in the, yeah, it did. About the ninth and tenth. Yeah. 2-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Everybody kind of grinding to a halt here. The home plate umpire just, when you're not throwing strikes, it just kind of messes with the entire tempo of the, of the ball game. Yes, it does. 2-1 pitch up high, ball three. And then Kenny, not the quickest worker on the mound either. Top of the order due up next. 
Throw to first. McNichols dives back into the back safely. The San Francisco at St. Mary's uh, game was postponed today due to weather. They'll make it up with a doubleheader Sunday. They'll play a single tomorrow. There's a fly ball. Brock Hale going back deep right field. Brock gets there, makes the catch for the out. And Santa Clara retired here in the fifth. No runs, hits, no errors. One man left. We are through four and a half, four-one. Broncos over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Noah Hale will step in. Cougars have had a couple of real opportunities, especially in the last inning, but the ground ball double play, three unassisted to two, put out. Yeah, weird one. <laughs> put the uh, put the kibosh on that rally. Cougars down 4-1. Noah Hale steps in as uh, we play the bottom of the fifth inning here in Provo, and Hill grounds this one foul. Still plenty of time left in his ball yeah, game, even though it seems like we've been playing for well, we have been playing since 2 o'clock, I guess. Yeah. Played Nick inning game in game one. Cougars won 6-4. Pitches inside. Two balls and a strike. 71 pitches now by uh, Penn Murphy in his outing. Pitches outside. Ball three. No one needs to be a good leadoff here and just find a way to get on base. Put a little pressure back on the Broncos. Broncos, uh, nobody throwing in the pen. A couple of guys down there stretching. And that is a fly ball. It should be an easy play for Smithwick, the right fielder. He's there makes the catch for the out. Boy, it looks like every outfielder really struggling to pick up those baseballs. Yeah. On a very low, cloudy day. I think the rain has stopped. It might be raining just a little bit. A couple of umbrellas still up in the grandstand one man out and Brennan Anderson who's walked and has grounded uh, out to the third baseman will step to the plate first pitch to Anderson is a little bit low ball one well Noah gets a 3-1 count there and then gets over aggressive and just pops up gotta do better better have a better swing in that count you know there's the 1-0 Big swing and a miss by Brennan. It's a good breaking ball right there. One ball and one strike. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Anderson. That drops in for a strike. You know, really a good evening for pitchers. It's cool, yeah. but not cold. Get a good grip on the baseball. You can see uh, Penn Murphy out there with uh, no long sleeves on. You can tell he's feeling good. Yeah, he's confident out there. He knows who he is as a pitcher, and he's executing his game plan, doing a really good job with runners on base. Next pitch is down low. Two balls, two strikes to Anderson. And Murphy's pitch. Anderson hits us deep into the hole. Shortstop's got it. Has no chance to get the speedy Brennan Anderson, an infield single. And that will bring Schneeman to the plate. Daniel, two for 11 in the series, but that uh, big uh, walk-off home run in the 10th inning was the difference in that ball game. Daniel Sneeman, uh, a 248 average as he steps in. He has grounded out and flown out in this game. 
And Penn Murphy's first pitch to Sneeman as a curveball that drops in. Kind of a, you know, those side armors, kind of a frisbee curveball. It really is. Big, hard right-to-left breaking curveball. It's a pitch, though, that left-handed hitters should be able to, you know, drop their barrel to and worst-case scenario, roll over into the four hole and they're playing double play depth. You get a hit out of it and Brennan can go first to third. Neiman swings and misses. He's down on the count 0-2. Yeah, good breaking ball there, too, back-to-back. Neiman steps back in. Here's the 0-2. Daniel checks his swing on a pitch that's down low. One ball, two strikes a count. Uh, the... They appealed it to the third base umpire. You can see uh, the Rusty Fielder, the head coach, out. The third base umpire called it safe, and then somebody said something all the way across the field to the third base umpire, and he he came charged, not charging, but he took a couple of big steps uh, in toward uh, Santa Clara's dugout. You could hear him yeah. yelling. Well, and then Filter got upset when he heard that, and he came out of the dugout and said, what's going on, what's going on? You could probably pick that up in the crowd, Mike. I think Coach Filter's upset because there was a, a borderline check swing last inning that his guy got called strike three on, and that looked close as that one, and the guy didn't go to it. So somebody in the dugout barked, so the umpire tried to bark back at him, and, and there you go. Well, Filter to the mound now brings the infield in. A ball and two strikes. To Daniel Sneeman. Cougars have a runner at first base. They're down four to one. Both teams with four hits. And it's a miracle the Cougars are only down four to one yeah, after all the are. walks they've given up. But uh, Signs has been able to pick, pitch out of a couple of jams. Yeah, done a good job of minimizing those big innings with all those free bases. It would be nice to find a way to scratch a run or two across just to kind of keep this game right within reach. Get a little momentum back on yeah, your side. For sure. So Sneeman will step back in as Rusty Filter returns to the dugout. A ball and two strikes. Casey Jacobson out in the on-deck circle after taking over for Brian Sue. And here's the pitch to Sneeman. That's outside for a ball, two and two. Mike Littlewood down in the third base coaching box in his sixth year as the head man here for the Cougars. Trent Pratt over in the first base side. And two balls, two strikes. Pitch to Sneeman. Little looper left fielder coming in. A couple of steps. He'll get there and make the catch for out number two. So two men out. And Jacobson coming up. Casey Jacobson's first at bat in the series. As Casey hitting 217 on the year's had 23 at bats, five hits, one extra base hit. Does have an RBI and he swings and misses at the first pitch for strike one. I just need to find a way if you're Casey here to get the next guy up, which is Brock Hell, and, and see if your your big gun can get an RBI situation. Owen won the count. 
Pitch is a swing and a miss by Jacobson. Looks like the radar gun might have gone out again. Haven't seen a reading for a couple of hitters. Looks like uh, somebody might have bumped it, and it's not facing where it's supposed to. No balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch to Jacobson, and he fouls it straight back. Jacobson, young man, just hasn't had a whole lot of opportunities with uh, had some couple of pretty good third basemen in front of him during his career here at BYU, but an opportunity here in this uh, big conference game. Yeah, big opportunity here. Opportunity for him to get some time and see what he can do. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Jacobson takes that one down low. Casey had some big hits for us last year. Won a couple games for us with some uh, pinch hits, and I know uh, that San Diego series, he had a really big ninth inning pinch hit single to tie the game, and then we end up winning it later. Ball and two strikes. Jacobson steps back in. And here is the pitch. That's outside. And the count evens up at two balls and two strikes. Next home game for the Cougars will be uh, against uh, San Diego on April 26th. As they're in Portland next week. The U- no, the April 24th, they'll play Utah here. And then the 26th, 27th, 28th, the uh, Toreros of San Diego here. So a little four-game series there? Yep. Three and two. Outside, ball four. So Jacobson, a good at bat, at bat right yeah, here. Really good at bat. Bringing Hale to the plate with the potential. He's the potential tying run. That's exactly what you want to do. Great at bat by Casey. Down 0-2, get back to a walk. Now you give Brock a chance to cut it in half or tie this game. Maybe more. Yeah. RBI single for Hale in the first. He's got the only run driven in in the game for BYU. Looks like the rain's picked up again. Yeah, it's starting to come down a little harder. First pitch to Brock Hale outside, Bowen. And the funny thing is you don't even think or worry about it with the field condition. Yeah, yeah. field condition's <laughs> fine. It's just I mean, the enjoyment and the, yeah. the play of the game. It's not so fine. No one loves playing in, in this type of wet weather. Want to know the count. Here's the pitch to Brock Hale. That's uh, on the outside corner with a fastball at 86. Well, it's been a while since we've seen a home run from Brock. That would be a, Man, that a right, pretty good time. That right fielder has given him a lot of respect. He's like on the warning <laughs> track right now. Ball and a strike. Pitch to Hale. That's just off the plate. Two and one. Brock Hale, all-conference uh, preseason pick this year. And he's putting up some awfully good numbers for the Cougars. He has five hits in this uh, series. And nine, nine plate appearances. Has a couple of RBIs. And the pitch to help, boy, big swing and a miss. Looked like that pitch might have been in a little bit. Yeah, it was definitely ball three. But he was taking his home run cut right yep. there. 
And you get back to your two-strike approach here and hit a line drive back up the middle to the right side. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch is down just a little bit low, ball three. So runners will be moving here on the 3-2 pitch. Two men out. As Brock Hale here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Trying to add to his team leading RBI total. And here is the pitch from uh, Murphy. Hale swings, foul tips it at the plate. Stays alive, came up and off the catcher, rolled back out to the near the mound. So Hale fortunate to get a piece of that one. Looked like Murphy had come back with a fastball. Yeah, he did. Challenged him right there. So runners again will be moving on the pitch here with uh, two men out. And here's the pitch from Murphy, and uh, Brock Hale pops it up. Shallow left field shortstop going out, and he makes the catch, boy. Very fortunate to make the catch. And the Cougars retired here in the fifth. 4-1, Santa Clara leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. New pitcher Justin Sturger into the ballgame as we go to the sixth inning. Cougars down 4-1. Cougars have really had some opportunities offensively, but just have been unable to get the big hit with guys on base. As Justin Sterner completing his warm-up tosses here. Both teams with four hits. Cougars down 4-1. to one. As we go to the top of the sixth inning here at Larry Miller Field. And the top of the order for the Broncos coming up. Joe Becht. Sole home run in the first inning. Hit by a pitch in the second. Walked in the fourth. And uh, Justin Sterner. All the way back to the screen with his first pitch for ball one. Justin Sterner this year, his fifth appearance. He's thrown three innings, given up three hits. The freshman, ball's fouled up and out of play. One ball and one strike. Sterner facing uh, Joe Beck. That ball's fouled off. Uh, Sterner, 90 on the fastball right there. This kid's got a lot of potential, and again, an opportunity for him to come in and throw two or three good innings and earn some innings uh, you know, yeah. during the season. Absolutely. He's a power arm, good slider. It's all the same thing about him. It's throwing strikes and it's confidence. So hopefully he can get things kind of worked out here. Here's the one, two. A swing and a miss. Fastball blew it right past Joe Beck for out number one. And that will bring up the uh, third baseman for Santa Clara. You know, when you look at Sterner's uh, 
stats. He's thrown three innings, five walks, five strikeouts in those three innings. So, again, much like signs, it's just uh, throwing strikes, locating. And there's a two-hopper out to Anderson. Easy play for him. He'll throw over to Favero for out number two. And Jake Brote now will come up. Brote has flown out, doubled, and walked. Does have an RBI in the game. Brote steps in. 224 average coming into the ball game. There's a ball hit right at Sneeman. He's got it on a couple hops. He'll throw it a first for the out. And Santa Clara retired in order here in the sixth. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth, 4-1. Broncos leading the Cougars on your BYU New Skin Sports Network. Nate Favaro steps in. And the first pitch is fouled off. Got to think that this might be Murphy's last yeah. inning. Well, he's gone, uh, what is he, 98 pitches now. Yeah. Alex Waldsmith uh, in the bullpen for Santa Clara warming up, and there's a fastball over for a strike. Boy, that uh, funky little sidearm delivery has really caused the Cougars a lot of grief here in game three. Here's the pitch. Last score, Gonzaga. Leading Portland 3-2. to two. You know, that's going to be battling Portland next week. They yes, have, it is. They're playing some good baseball. They're playing really good. Especially at home. I'll never forget the game we had against them last year here. One-two pitch all the way almost back to the screen. Ended up being like 23-19 yeah. final. Like nobody could get anybody out. It was unbelievable. Two balls, two strikes. Murphy's. Pitch to Favero. Ball fouled off. Kind of a cool, damp uh, day here in Provo, but tomorrow's supposed to be worse. They've just kind of played right through this. As Favero fouls this one off, I remember the first time I played on a turf field like this was up at BYU, played at University of Washington several years ago and played three games and Rain, 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 rain all three days. Yeah. Played right through it. Went through a lot of baseballs, but played right through it as Favero swings and misses at a curveball for out number one of the inning. That'll bring to the plate uh, Keaton Kringlin. Well, the Cougars had opportunities in the fourth and in the fifth. Two guys on and just could not come up with a base hit when they needed it to cut into this uh, 4-1 lead. As Murphy's first pitch to Kringlin is down low, ball one. Murphy now up to 105 pitches. Only his second start of the year, Murphy. He'd thrown 31 total innings the entire year and 13 appearances, so that's about two and a half innings a start. Yeah. It's an or an appearance. 
Yeah, we let him off the hook a little bit when we've had an opportunity to score on him, and he's done a great job of pitching out of some stuff. 2-0 pitch. Kringlin takes that one over for a strike, 2-1. and one. Two and one, here's the pitch. Kringlin fly ball, right field. Right fielder Smithwick is right there, and he makes the catch for the out. Two men out, and uh, Jake Brown will step in. I don't know, are you picking up anything Murphy's doing? I mean, the Cougars just really unable to hit a ball hard here. No, I mean, he's keeping the ball down, and, and every pitch that's They've gotten hittable. They just haven't really had a chance to square it up. Just done a good job of keeping guys off balance. First pitch to Jake Brown's over for a strike. And the Cougs have had a ton of positive counts. Two ones, three ones, two O's that they've, you know, have just cheap fly balls. Got to be able to hammer pitches in those counts. Here's the 1-0 pitch. And that is uh, inside for ball two. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like, I mean, he's over 100 pitches, and here we are in the sixth, so it's it's yep. not like he has been pinpointing and, uh, you know, ahead in every count, like you said. There's a ball hit up the middle by Brown. That'll be a base hit. Two-out single. You never know what might get it started. Yeah. I mean, hey, they, they scored there. They had their two runs second with two outs, nobody on. With a double, a walk, and another double. Now, uh, Rusty Fielder out. That's going to be it for Murphy. We'll send it back, take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jared Pern steps in, runner at first base. Two men out. Cougars down 4-1 to one as we play the bottom of the six. Cougars won game one, 6-4. to four. And the first pitch to Pern's over for a call strike. Jake Brown with a two-out single. He's uh, Brown is two for two on the day. And the pitch to Perns, and there's another base hit in the left field. So that will bring uh, Noah Hill to the plate with back-to-back singles after two men were retired. The pitcher is uh, Alex Waldsmith. No wins, three losses, 3.56 earned run average for Waldsmith. As you'd mentioned, he was in the starting rotation. Most of the year started against Stanford on Tuesday night of this week, and they scored seven runs on him. A few errors sprinkled in. First pitch is down low, ball one. Cougars are probably just happy to see a guy with a normal delivery out there. Yeah, no kidding, huh? 6-3-2-10 sophomore out of Hillsboro, California. That ball's hammered to right field. Right fielder coming over. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Ball hit well by Hill. That Smithwick able to come in and make the catch. Cougars uh, retired again. No runs, two hits. No errors, two runners left. We are through six complete now. 4-1 Santa Clara over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Brent Norton. Go Cougs. 
Haberly will step in. He will come in and face uh, Justin Sterner. First pitch is up just a little bit high for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Haberly is uh, 0 for 2 today. He's also had a, a walk in the ball game, and he fouls the pitch off. Haberly Cresto Smithwick do up here in the seventh inning. Cougars have out hit uh, the Broncos by six to four, but find themselves down three runs. Yeah, just fighting to get that one hit uh, to really put a few runs across the board. One one pitches up high for ball two. I want to say four of the six innings the Cougs have had a runner in scoring position. Just couldn't get that one hit to get a run across. Two one pitches outside. And I hate to be negative, but it uh, feels like it's like the the story of the year, you know. Had a yep. lot of base runners on, on that we've left on this year. 3-1 pitch over for a strike. Come on up. Them. <laughs> Three balls, two strikes. Sterner, ground ball hit up the middle. That's going to get through for a leadoff single. And that'll bring Cresto to the plate. So Cresto steps in. That's the fifth hit by the Broncos. Cresto is 0 for 3 today. He's 0 for 11 in the series. Presto's average is dipped now to 261 as he steps to the plate. And the first pitch is up high for a ball. Pretty decent crowd considering the, the temperature and, and conditions. Uh, conditions, yeah. The wet? Yeah. Still coming down out there. Here's the 1 0 pitch ball hat to Schneeman. Could be two. Daniels got it on to Anderson for one. The return to first in time for the double play. 6 4 3. Good job. Very good job. Cresto continues to have a tough series. Yeah, he's ready to leave Utah, that's for sure. It'll be a tough hop there for Sneeman. Ball not hit that very hard, but he had to kind of take it on a half hop and just kind of envelop that ball and yeah, and uh, got it to Anderson. Two men out here in the seventh. As Smithwick will step in. Justin Cerner. Doing well, yeah. Doing a nice job. A strikeout and a hit in, in inning and two-thirds. And the pitch is a little bit outside. Like you say, you throw strikes, good things can happen. Really can. Let your defense help you a little bit. That's the key. Just give give an opportunity to make plays. Pitch is over for a strike. 
Smithwick is 0 for 3 in this game. And the 1-1 pitch is just off the plate. 2 and 1, the count. Next game will be Thursday night from Portland, 7 o'clock Utah time. We'll have it for you here on the BYU radio network. Ball fouled out of play. ESPN 960, 94.5, BYUcougars.com, the apps. Lots of places you can find us on the radio, on your phone, in your car. Anywhere Sirius you want Sirius Channel 143, XM. So if you don't listen, it's your own fault because there's plenty of places to tune in. Pitches up high, ball three. Well, it's got to come attack him right here. Make him earn this right here. Got a guy that's had a couple good hits this weekend on deck that you don't want to see up right here. Here's a 2-2 pitch from Sterner. A little bit low, so a two-out walk. And that will bring uh, Jake McNichols to the plate. McNichols uh, doubled in the second, flew out the left in the third, walked in the fifth. Got a lot of power, though. Got a four home runs, 17 RBIs on the year, but he, uh, he takes swings that are really aggressive. 217 hitter is McNichols. Comes into the ball game with uh, now 93 at bats, has uh, 19 hits, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. No one throwing in the Cougar pen, and again with as much trouble as the Cougars have had on the mound in Game Three, they're still right here. Have only held they've held Santa Clara to four runs. Four runs Normally, yeah. at home. You're going to do that, and you're going to win games. Absolutely. Pitch is a little bit low for ball two. Eighteen hundred and twenty-one in attendance in the ballpark uh, for the doubleheader. Ball hit into left field, base hit by McNichols. His second hit of the game. Yeah, 2-0 count, got a fastball down the middle and put a good swing on it. Grant Malin, left-handed hitter, will step in. Sterner for the Cougars, a 6-1, 200-pounder. Laguna Niguel, California, Dana Hills High School. Him and Dave Clausen played high school ball together. And Sterner, doesn't he have an older, a brother? Little brother. That's going to be here next year. Big? He's big, yeah, big kid. <laughs> like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, something like that. Pitches over for a strike. Runners at first and second base for the Broncos. Broncos have left eight men on base through the first six innings. And here's the pitch from Sterner. Her ball just missed down low. A ball and a strike.
Cougars a pair of walk-offs to first two games of the series, 2-1 and 6-4. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball fouled out of play by Grant Malin. I never know who it's harder on. Is it harder on the pitcher or the hitter? Having to throw with a wet ball or having to hit with rain in your face. It's one of those like, or like earlier today when the, the uh, McNicholson swung his bat and let go of it and <laughs> all the way to third base. Here's the one, two, just off the plate. Probably depends on the kid. You know, yeah, some kids uh, let it bother them. Other kids are so uh, focused and zoned in, they don't even realize what's going on. Absolutely. It's the way it should be, really. Two balls, two strikes. Here's Sterner's pitch. Strike three call on the outside corner. Sterner works out of a jam here in the inning. No runs, two hits, no errors, two runners left. We are through six and a half now, 4-1. Santa Clara over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars will come up top of the order here. Bottom of the seventh, Brendan Anderson. Waldsmith's uh, first pitch is inside for ball one. Anderson for the Cougars has a, a hit. He's one for two officially in the ball game. And Brennan hits this ball hard, third baseman, loves it. Comes up, throws the first for the out. Coming out here in the seventh, and uh, Daniel Sneeman steps to the plate. Daniel is 0 for 3 in the ball game. After hitting the walk-off home run in game one, Sneeman looking for his first hit here in game three of the series. First pitch inside ball one. In a way, went two innings, give up four hits, three runs. Kenny Sines did not give up a hit, but he walked five, struck out four. Pitches down low. Did give up a run. That was an earned run. And then Justin Cerner's come in and thrown. Two innings, giving up two hits, no runs. He's had a couple of strikeouts. 2-0 pitch to that ball's laced into right field by Schneeman. Big hit right there for Daniel. And that will bring um, Casey Jacobson to the plate. Casey has had one at bat so far after coming in for Sue. And he walked in that at bat. Jacobson steps in with one man out. It's all about base runners at this point in the game. Just find a way to get on base. Pitch to Jacobson's over for a strike. The starter for uh, Santa Clara, Penn Murphy, went five and two-thirds through 111 pitches in those five innings. He was really effective. An average of almost 20 pitches an inning, but was able to work his way out of a a couple of jams. Had four strikeouts, or two strikeouts, four walks. But the Cougars just couldn't ever figure him out. Had plenty of base runners. Yeah, he did his job. He really did. He competed low in the zone and did exactly what they needed him to do today. 
Cougars have left eight men on base through the first six, and there's a curveball down low, ball two. Man, there's some really good catchers in this league that really, really care about blocking. They might not have great averages, right? But they're not great hitters. But, man, I, this guy is just like you a little bit where he just smothers everything and works hard. Two balls and a strike to Jacobson. Takes a pitch up high for ball three. Need to take a good swing here on the 3-1 count. If it's not your best pitch, just let it go. Yep. Get to 3-2 and see what can happen. Find a way to get on base. Ald Smith, here's the pitch, and that's way outside ball four, so the Cougars, again, Brock Hill coming to the plate. He's a potential tying run as he was the last time up. He came up, popped up to the shortstop that time. Alex Barton, number 32, beginning to throw for the Broncos as Hale steps in. Well, almost the exact same situation is, we yeah. saw in the sixth or the fifth inning. As Jacobson walked, this time Sneeman's at second base. And a curveball is up high for a ball. Cougars seem to be picking up the ball a little better out of Walsmith's hand than they did yeah, with a Murphy. Definitely. See if we can make him pay right here. 1-0 pitch. That's inside corner fastball for Good a take. strike. Good take there by Brock. Force him to throw that first strike, and then, okay, hey, now I can respect that pitch. But if you hang it, I'm going to hit it real far. <laughs> Here's the 1-1 pitch to Brock Hale. Ball hit pretty well. Center fielder going back. He's on the track, makes the catch on the track. Deepest part of the ballpark, 400 feet away. Man. Rock Hill put a charge into that one. Boy, did he ever. But John Cresto playing very, very deep. Didn't have to go back too far. and Made the catch for out number two. Now Favero steps in. Big opportunity for Nate. He's flown out, singled, and struck out in the game. I thought that ball was out of here off the bat. I really did. It's a good swing by Brock. Vero steps in. First pitch popped up foul out of play. Down the third baseline. This is the biggest at bat of the game right now. Find a way to drive in two runs right here. Cougars have left two runners on in the second. The fourth, fifth, sixth, and they've got two guys on here in the seventh inning. Reminiscent of the uh, of the Pepperdine game last week. That yeah. pitches outside when they left seven or fourteen guys on in the first seven innings. And Nate just needs to do what he did his last time up, which is get an outside fastball and just hit it over shortstop and drive in two runs. Senior leader right here needs to come up big for him. Here's the one-one pitch. That's outside for ball two. Favero ahead in the count, two balls and a strike, two men out. Runners at second and third base. And Favero lines one left center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. One run scores. Two runs are going to score. 
And Favero, a big two-out, two-RBI single. And the Cougars now back 4-3 the score. Yeah, fantastic at bat. Just like I talked about, hit the ball the other way like he's been doing so well and find a way to drive in those two runs. That just kind of lifts the pressure off. It's a 4-3 ball game. It's anyone's game at this point now. Great swing. Great swing by Nate right there. Really was. Went the other way with the pitch. Didn't try to do too much. Just simple. As Kringlin steps in, and Keaton hits this ball. Base hit, left field. Kringlin, Favero around second base. He's going to go to third. Here comes a throw, and he is out at third base. Coach was holding him up, and he went through it. Coach uh, Favero running through a red light. And the Cougars retired here in the seventh inning. Kringlin with a good single. Cougars do score two runs. They get those two runs on three base hits. There were no errors and one man left on. We're through seven, 4-3. Cougars behind Santa Clara here on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Austin Reyes steps in for Santa Clara. First pitch up high, ball one. Now the 1-0 pitch is down low. Looks like Perone is up uh, down there. And there is another right-hander. Uh, Sudreth. Sudreth. Uh, nobody throwing yet, just kind of moving around. Now Sudreth getting on the mound and starting to throw. Jake looks so amped up in that first game. Yeah, he really was. I'm not sure, uh, you know, it just it worked against him. 2-1 pitch, over for call, strike two. But he's he's the guy, he's got the live arm. If Sterner. Here's the 2-2. That's up high for ball three. Top of the order on deck as Austin Reyes steps back in. There's a ball hit into left field base hit by Reyes to lead off the uh, eighth inning. This is the combo. They really like to bunt here in this situation. Yeah, Reyes runs well. Yeah. And Beck's a, a really good bunter. Now they've uh, replaced uh, Sudworth. Looks like a lefty. And uh, I think that's right. Parkinson and Perone. Perone, yep. Parkinson, the lefty. Saw him in game one. So a runner at first base. Nobody out here in the eighth inning. And Joe Beck steps in and he takes the first pitch up high. Ball one. Ball, no strikes to Joe Becht. He is one for two today. Led the game off with a home run over the right field wall. He's been hit by a pitch, walked and struck out in the game. Joe Becht, uh, 276 hitter as he steps in. 
And here is the 1-0 pitch from Sterner. Foul ball up and out of play. Well, this uh, series has certainly been uh, full of highlights. It really is. A lot of excitement. You know, two walk-off wins for the Cougars in a day that's been cool and it's probably been raining for the majority of the two games. It It didn't rain during between games, but it's kind of settled back in. Yeah, it stopped about the, about the last inning of game one. It stopped raining. and But, uh, yeah, it's just been a brisk type of wet day and a lot of fun. Pitches inside, two and one the count. As Justin Sterner pitches, not sure where that missed, but uh, count now three and one. Yeah, he hasn't given a low pitch all day. And that was one that was borderline below the knees. Three balls and a strike to Sterner. And that pitch is down low again, ball four. Runners now at first and second base uh, with nobody out. Sterner now up to uh, 39 pitches in the Audi. And again, probably a bunt situation here for Santa Clara as the third baseman coming up. Perone ready. As is... uh, Rhett Parkinson. Parkinson in game one through two-thirds of an inning through 14 pitches. And the first pitch is up a little bit high. Squared to bunt. Took the pitch out of the zone. Jake Brote is on deck. That's a smart decision here. You want to put a guy on third with less than two with Brote up because he's at least usually going to hit a fly ball. Cougar scored two in the bottom of the seventh to climb right back in it. Now Santa Clara threatening here in the top of the eighth inning. Good speed on the bases for the Broncos. And they throw it into center field, an error. They should get the runner at second base here. No, they're not going to get him. That's an error on Sterner. Just bounced it into center field, so now the sacrifice is off, and the Cougars... Probably going to be forced to bring the infield in here yeah, late you, in this ballgame. You have to at this situation. So a walk, a hit, and an error, and Santa Clara threatening here in the eighth inning. Well, got to find a way to pitch out of this. Minimize this right here. They make some big pitches right here if you're Justin. pitch that drops in for a strike this Kashira will step back in he's uh, 0 for 3 today and there's
there's a pitch, and that ball's fouled off. A ball and two strikes. You need your best strikeout pitch right here. This is the situation where you either get a strikeout or a pop-up to the infield. That's what you're looking for right here. It's Cougar's first error of the game on that throw by Sterner. Also errorless in game one today. One-two pitch. Going to check to see if he went. Said he did not on the check swing. And the count now two balls and two strikes. Now they bring the outfield in a few steps. Quite a few steps, yes, actually. Yes, they do. 2-2 two, two pitch. Line drive right at Anderson. He's got Ooh. it. And uh, the infield was drawn in so uh, so much that they really didn't have a chance to, to uh, turn two there. But the guy at second base was well off the bag. That's uh, Joe Beck. Yeah, if uh, if Brennan would have saw that right away, he probably could have turned because Sneeman did a great job of getting to the bag. Probably could have got a double play right there. One man at Jake Brot steps to the plate. Brot uh, has one hit in the game. He's got yeah, an RBI. I thought they might do this. And they're going to put Brot on. We're going to load him up. Yeah, then you set get up the, the potential double play. Double play ball with Haberly. Or if you don't want to do double play ball, you can still hold the infield in and try for the play at the plate, which we did. You can turn two. Yeah, I mean, multiple different ways. The normal ways way it, or yeah. home to first. There's ball three to Brote. And I like your your thought. You've said all year that it should just be ball four, take your base here. Yeah. Just the pace of play here. But I've seen some crazy things happen with teams losing. Um, Ball four, so broke down to first base. Uh, bases are loaded, and that will bring uh, Haverly to the plate. He singled his last time up. And now Mike Littlewood out of the dugout, and I think we're going to see uh, Parkinson into the ballgame. We'll take a 90-second break and be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Red Parkinson on, bases loaded, one man down, top of the eight. And a pinch hitter for the Broncos, it's uh, Nico Holm. He's a senior out of San Diego. Holm played in yesterday's ball game uh, as a pinch hitter and was walked. So home batting from the right side will step in. And the first pitch, line drive, base hit into left field. One run scores. They're going to try to score the other one. Here comes the throw, and he is going to be out at the plate. Out by a bunch. Great throw there by Kringlin. And the ball caught by Noah Hill and easily put the tag on. I was shocked. With one out, you wouldn't think you'd send him there. You know, ball was hit pretty hard. Got to Kringlin quick, and they were playing shallow. So with with one out, you figure, hey, I'm still bases loaded. We're going to go there. You just kind of gave him an out there, which, hey, you'll take it. Because you'd sure like to have bases loaded, one out with Cresto up right here. So now runners at first and second base to score 5-3 for Santa Clara. Holm jumped on the first pitch he saw and 
Hit it hard to left. Kringlin bounced a couple of times, but boy, it was yeah. right on line. We were smart letting that uh, come through, not cutting it off. That's what you can do on this turf, though. If you keep the ball low and just let it skip there, they can get there quick. John Cresto steps in. He grounded into a double play his last time. He's 0 for 4 and 0 for, uh, 0 for 4 in this game, 0 for 12 in the series. And the first pitch to Cresto, good curveball by Parkinson, drops in for a strike. I hate hearing that stat because statistically would show that he's due right now, right? Maybe I shouldn't have said it. Oh, man. <laughs> Here's for 0 for 13. We're going to. Cresto's average is dipped out there. 258. Good hitter, though, six home runs this year. And here is the pitch. Fly ball. Brock Hale going back, way back. He's there, makes the catch for the out. And Santa Clara retired. They got one run. They got that one on uh, one, or two base hits, no errors, and two runners left. We're through seven and a half innings, 5-3. Santa Clara over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jake Brown will lead it off for BYU. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Cougars down by two now, 5-3. First pitch from Adam Walsmith is over for a strike. Jake, a couple of hits in the ballgame and a walk. He's two for two on the day. And Brown fouls that pitch off. As it gotten later into the game, the rain has seemed to have intensified here in the ballpark. Yeah, it really has. It was just mild there, but now it's starting to really come. The funny thing is you don't even think about it with this field. You don't yeah. even think about the possibility of puddles or unplayable conditions. Pitches outside for a ball, one and two. It might get a little slick, but you'll still be able to dig in and, and have good traction. If you slide, you might never stop. But <laughs> <laughs> One, two pitch to Brown, and that's down low, two and two. Be like a slip and slide. Well, they've been playing in these conditions all day, so. How about all home series? Every time we're at home this year, it feels like we've had games like this. You know, the Omaha series was the only one I think we had pretty consistent weather. That was the first series You're of right. the year. And it was colder, but it was dry. Yeah. It was dry. Well, that's March in Utah. I mean, that's yeah. just kind of what you deal with. Uh, you know, three home series, three conference home series in March. That scheduling doesn't quite seem right as uh, Jake Brown walks. But... You play them when they're scheduled. You definitely do. Well, and you think that it might be advantage Cougars, right? Playing in these elements, but in reality, no one likes to play in those yep. elements. It's just not fun. Yep. Jarrett Perns steps in. Jarrett uh, one for three on the day. And the first pitch, her ball drops in for a strike. Owen won the count to Perns with a uh, Cougars catcher uh, Noah Hill on deck. And here's the 0-1. Perns hits this ball. Base hit into left field. So here come the Cougars here in the eighth inning. A walk and a base hit. And Noah Hill coming up. Looks like a left-hander and a right-hander are up for Santa Clara. And now we're going to have a pinch runner 
for Jake Brown. Number nine for the Cougars, that is a Paxton Larson, a backup infielder out of McKinney, Texas, on the run. Yeah, with Noah up, you, you definitely think this has got to be a bunt situation. Top of the order due up next as Noah Hill steps in. Here's the bunt. Ball bunted down and came back up and hit his bat again. So dead ball. Looked like a pretty good pitch to bunt right there for Noah. Just uh, couldn't quite get it in fair territory. Cougars, of course, right here trying to bunt that ball down the third baseline, force that third baseman to make the play. Yep, move, move everyone up. It's part of the game where it comes to execution. Who can out-execute the other team? Larson at second, good speed. Perns at first, good speed. And Noah Hill steps back in. Walt Smith from the stretch makes a move to second base, didn't make the throw. As uh, Noah Hill again showing bunt early in his at-bat. Cougars with the tying runs on base here in the bottom of the eighth. Hill again squares the bunt. And here's the pitch, and that ball is bunted foul again up off of Hill. Off of his body after he hit the bat. So Noah down on the count 0-2, as you mentioned before. Coach Littlewood does not bunt with no, two doesn't. strikes. He doesn't like to. Not, I mean, I'll say, I won't say never, but hardly ever. Man, knows a good bunter, too. Frustrating he couldn't get those bunts down. Here's Wall Smith. And the pitch to Hill, and that ball's fouled out of play. Well, Noah's just got to pick himself up here. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, this year they've done a good job of that. There's been a lot of guys who have struggled getting bunts down, and with two strikes they find a way to get a hit. So that's what you're looking for right here. Hill steps back in. Here's Wall Smith's pitch. That's off the plate. One and two. Yeah, close pitch right there. How feels playing normal depth? I thought they might be a little shallow with Noah up. They're playing pretty deep. A lot of room in front of them. And Hill takes that one down low. And the count evens up at two balls, two strikes. Just looked like the Cougars have kind of awakened when they brought Wallsmith in. Yeah. Just a whole new confidence. Good swings. Much better. Need to find a way to win this battle, Noah. Here is the one-two pitch. Or two-two pitch. Hill hits this ball. Left fielder going back a few steps. He makes the catch for the out. Runners unable to advance on the fly ball out. One man out. Top of the order, Brandon Anderson coming up. Brandon, a walk. A ground out, a single, and another ground out. He steps in with a 310 average. Had a big two-run home run in game one of this doubleheader to give the Cougars a lead. I'd be okay now, with one more of those right now, huh? Anderson, the uh, senior captain, steps in. And Wall Smith's first pitch is uh, down low, ball one. 
Boy, the Cougars have not lacked for base runners in this ball game. He scored uh, three runs on ten hits. And left uh, ten on the base pass. Here's the 1-0 to Brennan. Her ball drops in for a strike. That's a big, slow. It really is. Curveball that came in at 74 miles an hour. Ball and a strike. Anderson swings and misses at the fastball. And the count now one and two. Sneeman is on deck. He's got a battle right here. Brennan, three home runs this year. And here's Walt Smith from the stretch. Pitch to Anderson, down down low. Count evens up at two balls and two strikes. Well, the turf is uh, the turf has proven its worth here in this series. It definitely has. Turf drains nine inches an hour. Here's the two-two pitch. That's outside ball three. Battle all the way back. Got to get a pitch to hit here. Or hey, if he gives you a ball, you take a ball That's and you get right. bases loaded. Don't do too much here. Stay within yourself. Find a way to get on base. Get the next guy up. Anderson steps back in. Here's the pitch. Ball fouled off by Brendan Anderson off the God, first good, base side. Good pitch to hit right there. Just missed it, fouling it back. Larson at second base, the pinch runner. And Perns at first base. And here is the pitch from Walshmitt. Ball fouled off again. Back up into the screen behind home plate. That's the uh, 40th pitch by Walshmitt in this outing. As the Cougars have really made this uh, staff work hard. Again, 3-2. Here's the pitch to Anderson. Up high, ball four, bases loaded. Fantastic at bat there by Brennan. So Brown moot or uh, Larson moves to third base, Perns to second, Anderson to first, and we're going to have a left-hander come in and pitch to Sneeman. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Daniel Sneeman at the plate, one and zero the count on Sneeman. Bases loaded. Cougars down by two here. Bottom of the eighth, Alex Barton, the big left-hander in. And he buries one in the dirt, and the count now 2-0 to Sneeman. Alex Barton on the year. This will be his 11th appearance. No wins, two losses, a 4.79 earned run average. And here is Barton's pitch. Big swing by Sneeman. And the count now 2-1. and one. Looked like it was ball three that he swung at. Yeah. Barden, a big overhand curveball that just kind of buries down there in the turf. And Sneeman steps back in. That ball hit. Second baseman's got it. Throw to first for one, or the second for one. The run scores. Sneeman 
does pick up the RBI on the ground out, and that's going to leave it up to Casey Jacobson. Yeah, another Neiman's one. That's first RBI of the night. That or one, this game. This game, yeah. Uh, I think he swung at ball three and ball four. Balls down, just being a little over aggressive. But hey, now Casey has an opportunity to come in here. Had two good walks, his first two at bats, and find a way to get his first hit of the game and tie this game up. Two men out, two men on. And Jacobson steps in. Barden's first pitch is down low, ball one. Can't do too much here. Got a really good hitter on deck that you want to get up in this situation. Find a way to get on base. Don't have to be the hero. Just get on base. Here is the 1-0 pitch from Barden way inside for ball two. Brock Hale is on deck. And I'm sure Rusty Filder in there saying, hey, we don't want to face Hale. Throw some strikes at this kid. Jacobson, great eye here tonight as he's walked, as you'd mentioned, twice. Here's the pitch to Casey. That ball's grounded foul down the third baseline. And the count now two balls and one strike. Here Coach Pratt in the first base box on the crowd mic saying, see it up, Case, see it up. See his fastball and breaking ball up. Can't chase it down. He wants to throw that at the knees and below and get you to chase and ground out. See it up and then hammer a pitch. 5-4 5-4 the score. Cougars uh, tying run 90 feet away. And here is Barden's pitch. That's down low. Ball three. So three balls in a strike. The Cougars with uh, one hit in the inning. There's been a couple of walks. And here is the pitch from Barden. Three and one. Casey Jacobson hammers one. Deep left field. Left fielder going back. It's out of here. Oh, it's off the wall. Off the wall. Two runs are going to score. Jacobson will hold at second base. Casey Jacobson off the very top of the wall. Cougars lead 6-5. Holy cow. I thought it was out of here. It hit the top of the wall. Very top of the wall. Casey Jacobson. On a 3-1 pitch, hammers one. Oh, he hammered it. Great job by Casey. Absolutely great job. Cougars lead 6-5. They don't have it right on the scoreboard. Yeah. Cougars have scored three in the inning. They're still catching up, but they will. Fantastic at-bat by Casey Jacobson right there. 3-1 count, got a fastball elevated, and hammered it. They're going to walk Brock now. He's going to be walked. Barden's pitch, uh, first pitch outside. Cougars uh, with two in the eighth, or two in the seventh, three more here in the eighth, and they lead this one six to five. Unbelievable. When Jacobson hit that ball, you know, I, I mean, you got all the forces of the rain and everything working against him, but I thought that ball was out of here. It came off the fence, bounced way past the left fielder. Yeah. And Jacobson was halfway on his way to third and put the brakes on because he didn't want to get thrown out of third yeah, base. No kidding. Smart. Went back into the bag at second. So ball Rip. three now to Brock Hale. And now Favero is going to be called on with runners at first and second base. So great comeback by the Cougars that they scored five here so far in the last couple innings. Well, Cougar. hey, Nate, Nate got the big RBI last inning. 
And, you know, this year he's been better left yep. on left. And this guy's not a power lefty. He's a guy that Nate could put a good swing on. So that's one more huge run out there at second that you'd really like to have that extra run going into the ninth. Well, Favero steps in with runners at first and second base. And Favero hits the ball high, deep right field. Right fielder going back on the track. He will make the catch for the out. The Cougars score three runs in the inning. They take a 6-5 lead as we go to the top of the ninth inning here in Provo on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, sports fans. This is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Matt Smithwick will be the hitter, and uh, Red Parkinson is out there for the Cougars. He's the pitcher of record as the Cougars have fought all the way back. They lead 6-5 to five here in the top of the ninth inning. Smithwick, McNichols, and uh, Malin will be the hitters. Cougars, Casey Jacobson, third baseman, took that 3-1 pitch and just about hit it out of here, but he doubled in two. And that will be the game winner if the Cougars can hold on here. Yeah, Cougars can hold on here. That's a hit that uh, Casey will never forget. Never forget. Really happy for the kid. Glad he was able to have a little success and and come up big for his team. Now, Rhett, close the door. Smithwick will step in. He is a left-handed hitter. That has power. We know that. He is 0 for 3 today. He walked his last time up. And Parkinson's first pitch, a little bit low, ball one. McIntyre has taken over in left field for Kringlin defensively. Yeah, defensive. As Parkinson, the 1-0 pitch. Swing and a miss for strike one. Cougars with a one-run win yesterday, two-one a two-run walk-off win earlier today. Right back to Parkinson. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball to first baseman Nate Favero for the first out. Great play there. Just used his body to really block that ball. Looked more like a catcher out yeah. there. Kind of got in that stance and just knocked the ball down. And Jake McNichols will step in. And again, we talked about him earlier. He had a big, he had a big hit his last time up, and he's a power guy. Not a great average, but a power guy that really wants to, in this situation, he's trying to leave the yard. He he's, really is. You know, he's got four hits in the series, two in this game. He's, yeah. he's swung the bat well, much better than a 217 hitter coming in. And the first pitch from Parkinson, fly ball foul down the right field line. Great job getting ahead there by Parkinson. Get ahead of these hitters, then you can throw that breaking ball when you want to for the strikeout. Owen won the count. Pitch from Parkinson. Drops in for a strike. Oh, two here. You got two pitches to work with at least to throw your best pitch. Don't give him anything to hit. Make him force to swing at your best pitch. Get it out of the zone somewhere, anywhere. That pitch was inside. Just don't hit him. Yeah, don't hit him. Yeah, don't hit him. (laughs) And he came pretty close to hitting him Uh. right there. One ball, two strikes to Mac Nichols. One and two. 
Here's Parkinson's pitch. Curveball fouled out of play again down the right side. Yeah, he's really fighting everything down that right field line, and, and where they have him playing right now is actually he's got a huge hole down right field. Brock's playing left center. Uh, sorry, right, right center. center. Yeah, and very deep. Yeah. No doubles outfield defensive alignment right now for BYU. And here's the 1-2. Swinging strike three. Parkinson with a strikeout. Two men out. And we are going to have a pinch hitter. Looks like uh, number nine. Is that Zach Walsh? Or? No, number nine is Ryan McCarthy, an infielder. Richard sophomore out of Colorado Springs. The Air Academy High School. So he'll step up. And the Cougars one out away from a sweep here over uh, Santa Clara. Toughest out of the day is right here. Have it so close. Got to find a way. McCarthy steps in. Hitting 133 on the year. And here is the pitch from Parkinson. A swing and a miss. Boy, 88 88. from Parkinson. He's he's pumped up. Yeah, he's pumped up. He doesn't have a labrum right now, by the way. I know. And and he's pumped up. I've talked to him about that. It's kind of loosened his arm up a little. I've never seen him throw 88. Yeah. Here's the 0-1 pitch from Rhett. That ball hit pretty well. Center fielder back goes Perns. He's there. He makes the catch. Cougars sweep Santa Clara. Six to five. Big win here. Three very, very close games. And Santa Clara, you feel a little bad for him. Just a little bit bad for him. I'll tell you, it's been three good games. And the Cougars have have battled back to win all three and get back to six and six and uh, tuck it. Boy, what a three-game series, Coach uh, Littlewood set up in Salt Lake. We got a sweep. They, they got it. Just what the doctor ordered. We needed it. Awesome job, Cougs. Loved it. We're going to send it back for a break, and we will back. Uh, we will be back with a post-game report right after this on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU Baseball post-game show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here with uh, Casey Jacobson, our player of the game. We've had a couple of Flower, flower Man kids up here <laughs> since uh, this weekend with uh, Noah Hill. Casey, uh, what a tremendous job. You came in midway through this ball game, had three at-bats, walked in the first two, and then the big uh, two-out double off the top of the wall there. And uh, Tell us a little about what your thought process was going into that last at-bat. Um, my thought was just to get to the next guy. I wasn't trying to do anything special. Uh, as you could tell, that whole inning, each guy put in his two cents. They were doing quality at-bats, and that was just the game plan that inning. Talk to us about the 3-1 pitch. Uh, it looked like big left-hander out there just kind of coming over the top, burying everything, You're just trying to get mm-hmm. a pitch up a little bit. Just looking for a pitch up and something I can put in play that's pretty solid, and it all just worked out. Did you think when you hit it it had a chance to get out? For a second I did, yeah. <laughs> I thought my, it was my gone. My stomach dropped a little bit. <laughs> I thought it was gone, and then uh, – I saw you retreat back to second base because you certainly didn't want to get thrown out of third base. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, great clutch job, uh, Casey. Uh, we've you. known you as a great defensive player. You haven't had a, a great opportunity to get a whole lot of at-bats, but when you've, but you, when you've had those opportunities, you've done a, a good job. And uh, just talk about this series and how big it was. And uh, as a team, I'm sure you, you talked amongst yourself about how big this series was. Yeah, for sure. After going uh, losing two to Pepperdine, you know, we had to really refocus and tell ourselves, hey, we're going to pull for each other. We're going to get every pitch done, and it just worked out for us. Have you ever been involved in a three-game series 
that the games, you know, two walk-offs and then a 6-5 to five win come back in the ninth. I've, <laughs> not, I've, not I've been doing this for 25 years, and I've, I've never seen a three-game series I've like this. I've never done it. I've close. never seen it. That was, how can you not love baseball? That was great, wasn't it? Uh, it was a fantastic. And uh, talk to us a little about now going forward uh, up to Portland next week. Uh, Portland much better than they have been in the past. Uh, you've been up there and played on that ballpark, and another challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely can't go in there with a big ego. We just got to go in there like we did this weekend and uh, execute and just do our job, each individual player, and it'll work out for us. Talk to us about the field. You know, it rained pretty much throughout the two game, the uh, you know, both games, and, and I can't remember once thinking, geez, I wonder if this field, you know, puddles or whatever. I mean, the drainage is unbelievable. Just played yeah. right through it. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of this field. You know, BYU really blesses us with opportunities like this, and, yeah, we just love it. Okay, see, so, hey, congratulations. A fantastic job tonight. Thank you. Uh, coming in uh, uh, and getting the big base hit, and uh, uh, just great job. Uh, needed the sweep, and they got it tonight. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. it. You betcha very much. Uh, Casey Jacobson will be back with uh, head coach uh, Mike Littlewood right after this on your B- uh, new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars with a tremendous 6-5 uh, to five comeback victories as Cougars scored two in the seventh, three in the eighth, and they hold Santa Clara scoreless in the ninth inning. Uh, Brett Parkinson, tremendous job. He goes to 1-0 and on the year. Walt Smith takes the loss, 0-4. And, and the big hit in the uh, ball game was the uh, big two-out, uh, two-run double by Casey Jacobson off the top of the wall in left field. As the Cougars sweep this one, the Cougars now go to 6-6 six and six in the West Coast Conference, 17-13 and 13 overall. Santa Clara 15 and 14 in the conference and are in the overall and four and eight in the West Coast Conference and uh, just a tremendous uh, three-game series victory for BYU and a very highly competitive um, series with the uh, Santa Clara Broncos as uh, the Cougars uh, win this one and now we're going to be joined by head coach Mike Littlewood and coach appreciate you joining us uh, you know I was just talking about on the air with Casey I don't know if I've ever been involved in a three-game series that the games have been tighter, gone right down, you know, two walk-offs and, a, and then a double in the bottom of the eighth to win the ball game. Yeah, absolutely incredible. I mean, sometimes you wonder why you do this job. With I, I, I can feel my heart just beating, you know. It's just it's crazy. It looks like feels like it's beating through my jersey pretty much all the whole game. And I guess it does that when I have a 10-run lead, when we have a 10-run lead as well. But it was, I mean, literally you, you talk about baseball being a game of inches and it, it really, really was. Um, I thought Nate was safe on third by three inches, by the way. <laughs> but uh, never make the third out at, at third, third base. Third base, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We said that a couple times yeah, over here. Yeah, Anyway, yeah, just three three great, great games. And the, the only message I had to my team after this was this was this was three team wins. And there's nothing better than team wins. Everybody contributed, and it was awesome. You know, Coach, uh, you fell behind early. It could have been a lot worse. Kenny Sines came in, really struggled, but many he didn't give up a run. It was unbelievable, except that one run, and uh, and then uh, Rhett Parkinson and Sterner came in, gave you two and a third, and pitched very well, gave up one run, and uh, you got to be happy with Sterner. Sines kind of drive you nuts, but uh, yeah. but you know he he made the pitches when he had to. He did. I mean, we're just waiting for him to do what he does when he throws inner squad. Um, in a game, he'll compete. You know, he competes, but you can't throw three innings and walk five guys and and uh, and be happy about that. The one thing I was happy about is he made pitches enough pitches to get out of jams. But we could have really let this game get away from us. Really, the key to this game was Justin Sterner coming in his two and yep. a third. Um, and you know, people probably don't realize how good he is. We see him every Monday when he throws inner squad, 
and he's he's ready to get in there and, and throw for us. And this proved it tonight. Uh, and you can see if he he's he's kind of a fastball only guy right now, but the fastball jumps on you. And as soon as he starts getting his breaking stuff over, he's going to be really really good for us. He's got starter stuff. And we're looking towards next year, maybe being a midweek or, or weekend starter for Justin. He's got a really good arm, and I was really happy. We needed him tonight because we were running running low on pitchers. Well, Tuck and I were talking up here, the opportunities. I mean, you're looking for guys. You're looking for arms in the bullpen right yeah. now. And, and I think Sterner, like you said, he, he's going to get some innings because of this outing. Well, Walker Sigmund, James Barker, um, and then and Justin Sterner, those three guys are just – we're waiting for him. We're also – you know, we've got guys, Alex Perone, who didn't throw – because I was a little bit nervous to, you know, when we walked Broat, that was that was huge for us. When we walked Broat, and I wanted to go left matchup, and I knew they'd pinch hit. But Red did a nice job getting us out of that and finishing the game. But Alex is a strikeout guy. He's got strikeout stuff, but he's not. he doesn't throw enough strikes right yeah. now to put him in with in that situation. It's not fair to him, not going to be fair to the team. So... Anyway, t- good team team victory on the pitching side and the and the uh, offensive side as well. And you mentioned Parkinson. Uh, I mean, this kid just continues to dazzle people. I mean, he's he's gotten better and better. Had a couple of really bad outings early, or his ERA would be under one. I mean, he's he's been dynamite these last few weeks for you. You know, I kind of challenge the pitchers a little bit, and and just uh, we talked about competing, and he's really taken it to heart. You know, some guys, and I guess that's the war of attrition in college athletics. If you if you can't take that that criticism and um, step up and look yourself in the mirror, he did that, and he's gotten a lot better. Rhett, early in the season, he'd come in and he'd walk a guy, and then he'd start getting guys out. Now he's he's coming in and getting guys out when he needs to, and, and it's the key to our win tonight. It really is. Finish those People don't realize how tough it is to get the last six outs of a game, and especially the last three. And Rhett just went in and mowed him down in the ninth inning, and I, I was questioning – whether to leave him in, I go. Hey, Rhett, that's after the eighth. I said, Hey, I think that's good. You've you, you've had three appearances. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, just overuse you. And he goes, I'm not coming out. I feel good. I'm like, okay, <laughs> there you go. Guy with no labor. That's you my know. An- I mean, <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was really cool, and and then it's it was great for uh, Casey Jacobson. Had two really good at bats before that last at bat. Got way behind in the count. Worked his way on with base on ball. Scored one in the in the seventh there, and then and then doubled off the wall when that left the bat. I thought it was out of here, right off the yeah. top of the wall, and the game winner. And uh, couldn't happen to a great kid, a b- b- better kid, a great defensive player. Hasn't had a lot of opportunities to swing the bat, but when he's yeah. when he's had the opportunities, he's done pretty well. Well, Casey gets a little exposed once in a while when when he gets out there too many at bats in a row because he'll he'll swing at a change, and then if if somebody can throw a change, but he did what he did tonight in his first two at bats is he left those curveballs down, and, and he saw a lot of pitches, and I think that helped him for his third at-bat. I thought it was gone, too. Casey's a big, strong kid. And what I love about Casey, he always he's always ready to play. Uh, there's only one at-bat I can remember in his three-year career, and I think it was against Omaha. I, I put him in. He just wasn't ready to hit. Other than that, man, the, the guy's been ready to hit every and, and play defense. We've seen him save games for us on the defensive side, too. So my hat's off to Casey because it's hard to not to play a whole lot and then come in when the game's on the line and, and do what he did. Well, Coach, in Salt Lake Tuesday night, you told me we got to sweep uh, Santa Clara after that heartbreaking loss up there. And, boy, your Cougars did it. Two walk-offs, you know, an eighth inning double off the top of the wall to score two. Uh, uh, these were as exciting a baseball as you're going to get. It, it's crazy. People who left early tonight, I mean, they're probably warm sitting at home, yeah. but they missed a great ending to this game. and. I sat down next to Brent, Coach Herring. Um, you know, we we do charts together during during the game, and I said I really it was in like the fifth or sixth when things weren't going well for us. We were down four one. I I said I, f- I really feel like we're going to win this game, and he said I kind of do too. And some you know some games you feel like that, and some games 
when we were playing LMU, we could have been up 7-1, and I wouldn't have felt like that. So kind of just a weird, nice feeling in the dugout uh, down there on the on the third base side now. Well, you score five runs, in, or two in the seventh, three in the eighth, uh, two in those last innings, and and win it. Uh, didn't even talk about Sneeman's walk-off home run in game <laughs> one here today. Uh Quite a performance by uh, by Daniel, and, and Daniel continues to, to dazzle defensively. So, like you said, team win. You did the little things in this series. You got three wins. We did. We, we did uh, everything we talk about, just pitching defense and hitting, timely hitting, more than more than just hitting, timely hitting. Brock Hale gave us great at-bats this whole series. Schneeman is starting to swing it just a little bit better. All the way through the lineup, Keaton's starting to swing it just a tad bit better. Pern struggles, and he comes in and gets a hit. I mean, Again, it takes to be to win a championship to get in the top four. It takes one through nine, and uh, as well as pitching performances. And we saw it these three days. And hopefully, we can just keep uh, steamrolling. Okay, coach. Well, on to Portland. Uh, big three-game series next week up there. Uh, Pilots are playing good baseball, uh, especially at home, and that's going to yeah. be another challenge. They are. They're they're much improved. The the traditional bottom third of our league. Pacific Santa Clara Portland they're not they're not just the um, go in and sweep them you know we like we did last year it was um, fairly it seemed fairly easy to go in there and it this was very very difficult these three games and uh, next week at Portland they've got confidence there it's going to be tough to, over there as well all right we'll see you up there Thursday night then thanks okay. for coming up thanks Brent you bet congratulations uh, great win as the Cougars sweep Santa Clara here six to five the final score Cougars uh, six runs 11 hits one air Santa Clara five runs eight hits and two errors the winner uh, Rhett Parkinson uh, 1811 or 21 people in the ballpark tonight and the Cougars sweep the Broncos so with that uh, I'd like to thank uh, Cole Whisker back at the station also, Tuckett Slade for his uh, great commentary and uh, remind fans we'll be back on the air 6.55 next Thursday evening from Portland as the Pilots and the Cougars here on uh, your BYU Radio Network and ESPN 960. With that, we'll say so long from Larry Miller Field.